Hey everybody, welcome back to the Punk Side Dad Podcast. I'm already laughing because we've already, <laughs> it's ah. just the two of us and we're still having technical difficulties, it's amazing. No, I'm just an idiot. I, was, I got to, when, I'm, when I'm doing these, I have the red button for um, Skype, which is to hang up the call, and then on the recording function, I have a red button too for record, and instead of pressing record, I press the hang up button. <laughs> so, See, that's, that's why you'll never get the uh, access codes of the nuclear weapons. Well, you know, they might be safer with me than Mr. Uh, Mr. Trumpo, huh? Well, what about Mr. Biden? He doesn't seem all that sharp either, for being honest, right? No, well, yeah, it's true. But he wouldn't be hiding them in his house in Florida, I guess, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder what, you know, it's funny because I think there's two ways to look at this. And it'll be interesting to see if anything criminal, you know, comes of this. Because, once again, all these people, they investigate and investigate for years and years. And then there's if there's not charges, then what a bunch, much to do about nothing? Because imagine you're sitting in Germany right now going... So the sitting president is raiding the house of the last president and his probable political rival. It's, it seems kind of crazy, right? Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's I mean, part of the course over here, though, isn't it? Is it? Are we going to become like a strongman kind of system? And then if Trump gets back, then he's going to do the same thing. I, I don't know. I, you know, yeah, well, yeah. You know, I mean, you know, we will. You know, it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. Well, but there's always been kind of a tradition. It's sort of like all the presidents are crooked, so they sort of know it, like since Nixon, where they just sort of let it slide. Because even like Trump, he's like, oh, the Hillary, oh, you know, you know, lock her up, lock her up. You notice he put zero effort into that once he got to be president. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, it's true enough. But anyway, I, I don't know. Listen, I, I wish they'd all go to jail or the grave, honestly. But we'll see. I guess somebody has to be in charge, and it can't be you, obviously, because you you would hit the red button and just blow everybody up. Well, I can't be president because I wasn't born in this country, right? Isn't that one of the rules? Isn't that one of the only oh, rules? Oh, we don't that care about stands? the Constitution anymore. <laughs> we use that not. to wipe our wipe our collective ass. Collective ass. But anyway, speaking yeah. of collective ass, sitting on mine, seems like forever. You know, it's funny. You came to visit, and we hung out for a couple of days. And it seems like ever since we've just been hardly. We've had a couple of guests, I guess. We haven't really had a, t- a lot of time to uh, just you and I, Neil, just to you know share our hopes and dreams and aspirations. Aspiration. Well, we've done a couple, right? We've done a couple, and uh, but it does seem like forever since we've talked, man. It's, it I does. Don't know. It yeah, does. It does. We'll have to rectify that because I think we have at least two episodes of like backed up stuff in us. So yeah. We- <laughs> Oh, yes, all wrong, all, yes we're, I'm all backed up. <laughs> Shit, that came all wrong. But it, anyway, it did. Talk about being all backed up. Um, you've got all kinds of things to talk about from this weekend, right? Because you had your Savage Mountain Punk Fest yes, weekend sure last did. weekend, right? I did. Um, it was, you know, we left on we left on Thursday morning and went to the show on Thursday night. It's a pretty good drive. It's about eight hours, so it was pretty action packed. And then Sunday we left. Oh, I don't know, 11 in the morning or something, and I had to drive back, and uh, then I went to work on Monday, and I've been on call for work. So, yeah, it's been pretty uh, pretty hectic, if we're being honest. But i got to get back to work to, you know, pay for all the PBRs and whatnot. I drank it. Uh, Savage Mountain. Well, didn't didn't I hear a rumor that you uh, you weren't drinking PBRs, that you were drinking Miller Light, of all things? Well, that was day two. But you know what? All right, I'll tell you what, Neil. You want to... Uh... <laughs> Before we get into it? I don't know. Do you want to... Well, here's okay, a couple things. I I still have a few stickers left. I used almost all of them up while I was gone. I gave a bunch away. And oh, good. I was going to ask you about what, that, yeah. Why not? And I'm getting pretty thin, but I still could send a few more out, and I've been kind of sending out a few, like, bigger, like, I don't know. I don't really count them, but, like, six to ten to people who want to, 
Yep. We go to a lot of shows who want to, you know, help us vandalize. So yeah, and I've been sending them to people, to guests and stuff like that. I mean, I've been trying to do that, trying to remember that so they can put them on yeah. their road cases and stuff. Um, but yep. on that very note, I actually did order um, two hundred more stickers last week. So if we have new nice. listeners, and it appears we do, because we have people joining the group all the time. So if you want stickers, just write to us, um, punctualidie77 at gmail.com, or let us know on the f- on the Facebook group page. Um, yes, and we message, will be, you can messenger us. You can yeah, messenger us. just messenger us, and we will yeah. just send us your address, and we'll be happy to send you some stickers, uh, free, gratis, no charge. Um, don't, you, don't you love the... So we have a... I don't know if they call us a corporate account or what for Facebook. We don't we don't spend any money with them, but we have a page for our for our for our podcast. Mm-hmm. And if we don't answer right away, you get this generic message. It's like, "Thank you for reaching out to us. We'll get back to you as quick as I can." That is not Neil and I. That's like an auto auto generated thing. We would never be that polite. Yeah, you we'll know get what? to you when we get to you. Yeah, I've got to look at that and turn that we thing got off. A life outside of you. Yeah, I, we have I, a life outside of you people. Yeah, I don't want it. To, I don't want it to be that damn polite. Um, but it is annoying because it, it sounds very corporate, and that's not us at all. It should, so. be, it should be like, kiss my ass. We'll get back to you if we feel like it. Yeah. <laughs> no, we, will, we will get back to you. By the Unless way, what, what was that accent case, just then? Send us what, another message. What the hell was that accent? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Probably Maryland, Western Maryland. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, fully <laughs> we'll, leave, we'll, we'll, leave, we'll leave that one there. Uh, so, oh, so that, I, yeah, that was what, what I was going to say. That was, that was all. I just wanted to remind people of that because... Well, on our social, our, our socials too. So, if you want a T-shirt, you can get one of those from um, oh yeah, loudpizza dot com and look in their merch section. Um, Punctual I die T-shirts, uh, slip mats, and mugs of all things. Um, yes. I I looked into koozies, but koozies were actually ridiculously expensive for what they are and for who uses mm. them. So, I actually didn't do that. But we, I did order some new sweatshirts. So, um, the sweatshirts you will not get through uh, Loud Pizza because I had to pay for them up front. So, if you, but they're strictly limited. So, if you want a sweatshirt, um, again, email us at uh, punctualidie77 at gmail or let me know on the Facebook page, message me, and I will see what I can do. But, like I say, the sizes are very limited, so um, let me know. There'll be those classic uh, punctualidie black hoodies with the uh, classic logo, uh, small on the white, front. White, yep. white piping. They're yep. very nice. Small they're on light. The f- they're light. Uh, they're not like a winter. Yeah, they're not like a yeah, unless you're in Florida or California or something like that. It's funny, Neil, because it was so warm all weekend. So we went and it was beautiful weather in Maryland. Other than when we got there, it was raining cats and dogs. But Friday and Saturday were beautiful. But Scott drove and he keeps the air conditioning so cranked up in his car. I wear my sweatshirt when I travel with him. The fuck, got a fly or something in here attacking me as I'm doing the podcast. Um, Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard he keeps the uh, the AC cranked to like sixty eight or something, right? Oh, dude, it's like 62. His oh, Jesus. Is, like, I like to be, <laughs> he said, you know what his quote is? I like to be able to hang meat in there. What, is he in the fucking tomb? <laughs> I don't know. fucking dead? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. But I'd say, but anyway, yeah, That so so. Um, why don't you play a song, Neil, and then we'll, I'll talk about my adventures a little bit. All right. Um, I'm going to play one I've been meaning to play for ages, uh, but I just never get around to it. It always gets bumped out for some reason. So, um... 
I mean, the Plasmatics are one of those uh, famous bands uh, that mm-hmm. everybody knows the name and everybody knows Wendy Williams, but I don't feel that a lot yep. of people actually know many of the songs. I mean, I, I probably fall into that category, actually. Yeah, so I'm going to play... Uh, actually, <laughs> and I'm probably going to play their most famous song, but uh, I'm going to play off their first album, and actually it was their first single. Uh, this is uh, Butcher Baby, which I'm sure you know, Tom, right? Mm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this is Butcher Baby by the Plasmatics off, uh, from 1980. So take it away, Wendy. Butcher Baby, they're gonna put you away! It is so shit! Butcher Baby, you rest of your bread! Butcher Baby, Mr. Pen! Butcher Baby, you're on a night! Butcher Baby, turn on the light! Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
There you go. That was the Plasmatics. Um, it was actually their first single from '78, but it was oh, put on the yeah. It was put on their first album, which came out in '80. It was the last track on the first album, "New Hope for the Wretched," that came out in 1980. Sad, uh, sad story that Wendy Williams story. Yeah, it really is. Actually, it really is. I mean, she wasn't like super young when she died, but she was like in her fifties. But it was just like I don't know. She seemed to never really be very happy. Well, you know, she did it, right? And it was actually really not, well, nice. It wasn't She was nice. like a shotgun, didn't she? Yeah, she, she did. She did, yeah. but she put a plastic bag over her head first and then shot herself so her husband wouldn't have to find, like, the mess of her head all over the place or something. That's what she said. I don't know. Don't know if that's Dude, true. Dude, how's that work? That's I don't not know. how guns work. I don't, I don't, dude, typical, I don't know. Typical, typical Englishman not understanding how firearms work. Well, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I just don't. read, I just read, I read that. I don't know. But anyway, she was at least thinking about some about her partner or whoever was with her. At the well, time. it is, yeah, it is. Cleaning up after somebody blows their brains out is a pretty nasty process. The the carpet and the wall. Well, she went outside in the woods too. So yeah, that's yeah, what that's 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 yeah. <laughs> so it was none of that, I guess. Yeah. Let the raccoons eat you. Circle of life. It's a yeah. beautiful thing. I talking about that a second. So, have you seen that new movie Prey on Hulu? Do you have Hulu? I do, and I have not. It's, My sons uh, watched it. They said it was pretty good. It was really good. Um, and it's in the Predator series, if you like yep. Predator. And I actually thought I, it was I the... vaguely remember the first one. I, th- I actually thought it was the best Predator movie. I thought it was the most... It held together oh. the best of any of them, I thought. So, uh, excellent. Excellent stuff. You heard it here first. And no Schwarzenegger. No Schwarzenegger. Well, that's probably what made it better, actually. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what, are you a big Schwarzenegger fan or something? No, no. <laughs> I mean, sort of. I mean, the Terminator movies are good, right? The first two? Uh, the first two, yeah. And it's one of those franchises that just, just like Rocky, it just went way too fucking long, right? Well, you can't do anything with time travel, man. Time travel is one of those things. It's just too, it, it always is retarded if you think about it. Yes, you can't think about it. Take too. my advice. That's what I tell my bo- my sons on their wedding night. Anytime you think too much about a time travel movie, it'll be retarded. Now enjoy yourself. <laughs> okay. I don't quite know what to and make not, of that and no, story. I'm not, I'm, I'm not drinking, if that's what you're going to ask. I'm on call. I'm on call for work. I'm drinking. I'm drink- Actually, thanks to you, I'm drinking PBR right now. What the hell am I doing? Are you? Yeah. Well, the thing with the PBR... So Okay, so I'll start with I'll start with Thursday, right? So oh, Thursday. Long, yes, Tom gets up. We had a long drive. We, left, we were supposed to leave at 9. It was probably closer to 9.30 by the time we got on the road. So for our European listeners, because actually I did see a demographic of who listens to us. And obviously, U.S. is first, Canada is second, U.K. is third, Australia is fourth, really? South Africa More is fifth. Really, more Canada than U.K., huh? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I talked over you. So it was, okay, U.S., Canada, U.K., and then what? Australia, South Africa. Wow. Yeah, right? I mean, we had somebody right. I remember I sent some stickers, or we had somebody write in from South Africa early on. We did. And I know we have a couple of Australian listeners. Yeah. But, uh, more, uh, than, more than a couple, oh. it seems, yeah. So once again, Sweden. they must they must allow them to listen from the from the prison. They must allow them to listen. That's nice of them, isn't it? <laughs> We're canceled in Sweden. Canceled in Sweden, yes. Banned from that country, yes. I just see somebody driving along in the outback, just cruising along, laughing at the two of us. Neil getting distracted, and bam, hitting a kangaroo. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Or driving into a crocodile. Yeah, um, exactly. With spider the size of your fist crawling on their back. So I was going to say, so for those for those out of country people, why don't you, uh, from where you live in Michigan to where you went, um, why don't you give them an idea of how many miles that is and what states you have to drive through? Well, it's it's it, it wasn't five hundred miles, but it's it's a good like eight hours. Uh, it's probably four hundred and 
75 miles or something. Yeah, yeah. 450 miles. Uh, we ha- So I'm on the west side of Michigan, so we have to go all the way across Michigan, like kind of around Detroit, and then we kind of go up around Cleveland and Toledo and all that. To so we have to go all the way through Ohio. And then I'm trying to remember. I think we had to go a little piece of Pitts, a uh, little piece of Pennsylvania. Okay. And then we go. Then we go through Maryland. Now it's on the west end of Maryland, like the Appalachian Mountains. It's like south of Pittsburgh. So deliverance country then. <laughs> well, it sort of is honestly because you think of Maryland, you think of Baltimore. Of course, this is not Baltimore. It's only a couple hours away, but it's very. Uh, it's a very hard scrabble town that that Cumberland, Maryland. But it's it's nice, you know. They they they're doing what they can do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's pretty it's pretty cool. So now, we is it the size of Logansport or smaller or bigger? That's boy, I don't, that's a good comparison actually. Imagine if like I'd say bitches are pretty similar, maybe a little smaller, but it but it's like got a lot of city structure. It's empty, like okay. downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, it's and of course it's hilly. You know where we live here, it's so flat. Yep. So driving through the hills is sort of interesting. So you, we, if you want to walk around a little bit, you can walk up these big, big old like halls and churches and stuff. Are all on the top of hills, you'd love it. You'd be taking pictures of all those old creepy uh, churches. Yeah, probably would. Old, creep, old creepy churches, but it's it's it, it's it's an interesting area. It's nice. So I um, know I know Scott's got that huge truck, right? That's the one you took. Yep. So how many yep. miles does that get to the gallon? You know the funny thing, you know, it only gets like a couple of miles less than my. Impalata, so I, I don't know what the deal is with that. Hmm. And it's so big, like you could ride four in it. A, a couple, we we met a bunch of friends down there, of course. So at one point, we had five people in that thing, and it was very comfortable. Hmm. Yeah, no, it's huge. Yeah. So it's, I tell you what. So I drove when we went to Green Bay for the Boris thing, which was not quite as far. That was maybe like seven hours, six or six, six or seven hours. So he did this one. Yeah. Yeah. It's become a tradition. It's like his job to drive to this now. Okay, <laughs> there you if go. We go next year. The only the only bummer is so our little our little uh, town here has our like summer festival thing. It's always that same weekend. But oh. our little it used to be Del Shannon Fest, but then we lost the rights to Del Shannon's name or something. Talking about someone else who blew the head off with a shotgun, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he did it in his garage, which is semi considerate. I mean, it's better than the living room. Really, the mm-hmm. bathtub I think is the way to go. The bathtub. Yeah, oh, maybe maybe doing outside in the woods isn't the worst thing. Well, yeah, but the tile—you know—you get all the tile in the bathtub and mm-hmm. sort of a natural base, and to catch all your gray matter and whatnot. Jesus Christ! This conversation, <laughs> this podcast <laughs> went off the rails. I don't know why I'm feeling so dark today. I've actually, you know, I uh, Monday night, so I was on call Monday. And Monday night, I'm laying in my bed. My phone rings like five after four. Oh Jesus! So I look. And I, you know, the worst thing is, Neil. If I would have knew, no, I was gonna go before. I would have skipped my two fifteen p. You know, I would have held it, held out till four. But and uh, and I was, I worked straight through, and then I worked till four thirty or something in the afternoon. Hmm. And uh, all I could think is, you know, every time you drive by somebody who does my job, you're like, oh, that guy's lazy, that guy's overpaid. And sometimes that might be true, but you know, sometimes I'm out at four in the morning making sure your basement doesn't fill up with dirty water too. So you're welcome. That twelve hour shift, yeah. Exactly. Anyway, sorry. I don't throw around the word hero very loosely, Neil, but I was I was a hero that night. There you go. (laughs) Um so anyway, sorry I interrupted. So you left Thursday morning for this long trek. Yes. And there was six bands playing Thursday night, six bands playing Friday night, and then Saturday was epic nine band lineup. Okay, so but where did you stop you must have stopped for lunch, I assume, on somewhere. Yeah, we went to Dickie's like a barbecue joint. You ever been there? It's a chain. Where's that? 
Where did you stop? I have no idea. I, oh, I think we, actually, I think we were in uh, the very east side of Michigan. Oh, oh, you weren't even out of Michigan yet. Okay. No, I think it was. I think you know what? I think what we were in Dundee, which is sort of famous if you live in Michigan because there's a big Cabela's there with like these giant fighting bears off front or something. See, and again, most of our listener, foreign listeners will have no idea what Cabela's is. It's a place where you can buy ammunition for the guns that you're not allowed to have in foreign countries. It's absolutely giant. This thing is it like is. It's, 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 it's like a fucking city block. So I've been in there one time. Uh, I think we were coming home from vacation or something. We went with the kids. But the thing is, it's like a museum. I mean, I don't think I bought one single thing, but there's like rivers running through it with wildlife. Of course, that the owner like shot and stuffed, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's really a pretty amazing place, but I, we did not go there. We just went to the Dickies and got some barbecue. It's pretty good. Got all your hunting gear, and it's got yep. probably like all your fishing shit and like guns. Guns out the Yazoo, right? It's retail prices. You'd be a fool to shop there, honestly. Ah, right. If you're going to buy a gun, just call me up. Just send me an email. We'll work something out. <laughs> Like a dad being in the trade and all, yes, of course. Well, he's sort of out. He's kind of retired, but yeah. yes. Um, but yeah, so we. And same thing. I'm trying to think if we ate dinner. No, I think we ate dinner at the at the bar. So we got to the hotel about seven. I think right about the time the show was supposed to start. It wasn't really a bad drive. It was a long drive, but it wasn't a bad drive. Mm-hmm. I swear it was less annoying than driving to Chicago. Oh, I can believe that. <laughs> I can believe that traffic, completely. That traffic, it's just constant, you know? Yeah. But it's also a tollway, so it's a pain in the neck. You end up paying 50 bucks in tolls or whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, uh, so we missed the first couple of bands. Now, why was that? Just because you were drinking in the bar or having dinner or something? Well, yeah, I think we just, well, we wanted to get in the hotel and whatnot. And yeah, yeah. You kind of set up. Um, so we did that, and we got over there, and uh, the first band we saw was called Panic Problems. I don't know where they're from. They were pretty decent. I'm sorry that I forgot. Panic Problems? From. Yes. Let's see if we can find them real fast. So we give them at least some kind of pub, right? And camp. Now, did you see the guy that runs it, the guy that we interviewed? Yep, we saw him constantly. I mean, he's all over the place. The thing you got to remember about this thing, too, Niels, it's not that big. A couple hundred people. Okay. So you run into the same people over and over again. Panic problem from Baltimore, Maryland. There you go. Baltimore, there Maryland. Go. Yeah. Punk three-piece. Not bad at all. Now, so from what... Ex- no, go ahead. From what I remember last time, didn't you say that there's a nice restaurant upstairs and the punk and the punk show is downstairs? Mm-hmm. In the basement? Okay. It's like a normal, fairly nice bar upstairs. And yeah. like the... The basement has the bands. And I'll tell you what, that bar was not busy. The only people there were punks, I thought. Yeah, okay. Very few. And maybe, maybe we scared the locals away. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it was... So right off the bat, we go get a whole PBRs, and they're $4 a piece. Tall boys. Okay. Now, were you expecting less, or was last it less year last year? $2. Oh, shit. They cranked their prices up. So, you know right now, so you know right then and there, the ghost of the Ramada is reappearing. The odds are way down, right? <laughs> yeah, true enough. Especially because our, our day out in uh, Grand Rapids, we were getting pints for fifty, right? Yeah. Well, so we, so we, yeah, we watched that first band. And after that, Jerry's band played, which was a lot of fun. They what, what band is that? Local. They're called the Downstrokes. Downstrokes, right, right, right. And they have that, like, Target logo, right? With the yep, arrow or something? Kind of like the Who thing. Kind of like a Who thing, yeah. almost. Yeah, yeah. Um, they were they were they got a good local following and they were fun. Um, yeah, but yeah, Jerry's there always, man. I mean, he's just he's constantly around. Um, and then the bearded or the bastard bearded Irishman or the 
bearded bastard, bastard Irishman. Yeah, something like that. He's played. He played one of their songs when he was interviewed, didn't well, he? They were good. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, you know, I, I. So when you're gonna go see a band you've never heard before, I don't know how Apple Music works. I know you're a big Apple Music guy, but I'll tend to go on Spotify and you'll kind of listen to like their top plays, and then it's amazing when you go see a band they never play those top plays. If you're a band, you really should consider playing more of your top. Uh, yes, songs on Spotify. Of course, you should. Yeah, especially if you yeah if you're not a, if you're not social D or something. Yeah, for sure. Because I think we only really heard one of like the what were their top five, and we've been listening to this band and really dug this band actually. Um, and I and I dug them. They were they were cool. They were they were fine. You know? I, actually, you would have been mad because they're fake Irish, you know. But actually, Tom, that that's really good fucking advice. Actually, for any young bands out there listening, yeah. If you most people, if they're trying to check out a band, they will do that. Like on Apple Music, has the same kind of thing. The most popular tracks or whatever, and Spotify yeah. does too. So put some of those in your set. Otherwise, people will at least have some kind of chance of having listened, knowing some of the songs. You know. Um, it's, that's really good advice, actually. Well, it's kind of cool, right? Because back in the day, you know, if we were going to see some crappy headliner that we knew, we knew the headliner, right? Yep. And then there was three or four opening bands. You had no idea what you were going to get. Exactly, yeah. And but now, at you least... You check it out, yeah. Yeah, well, and it helps you get more excited, right? Yep. And you can, or, you, or you can say, I don't want to see them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Well, yeah. This, this, during these festivals especially, I mean, you got to make time for dinner. Got to make time like for dinner. 15-minute... 15 minute changeover between bands so you gotta you know somebody's gonna get somebody's gonna get missed I'm imagining they were only playing for like 35 minutes right yeah half hour probably yeah. most of them were on a half hour half hour yeah I definitely think they kind of got on punk time a little bit hmm so it was running maybe a little behind mm-hmm. but uh yeah so so yeah the bearded bastard the bastard bearded Irishman were fun even though we didn't really recognize a lot of their songs and you know like on their Spotify too they, you know there's some you know they'll do like uh, whiskey in the jar, or a couple of like traditional. Every every one of those bands does like the Wild Rover or something. You know they didn't really do any of that. I only recognized one song, hmm. but it was cool. Bastard, the bastard bearded Irishman, indeed. Yes, so that they're like Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, drop, Pittsburgh Pittsburgh's yes. Dropkick Murphys, I guess. Yep, yep. We all know how Neil feels about fake Irish, so I hope they're <laughs> hope you're hope you're real. Yeah, indeed, and uh, I hope, you know, I hope you hope you have a pot of gold at the end of your rainbow and <laughs> and, and i want to give thanks out i can't remember who it was but someone turned me on to the reaganomics because they have a really good song about that from chicago fake irish and it's That's really funny, good because i remember you going to see reaganomics and saying they were terrible where was that where was that where did i see him i don't remember some show years ago i don't remember if it was we were podcasting or just personal i've seen them wow i was gonna say wow i wish i could see those guys those songs are fucking funny as hell well, good. Maybe now you maybe you can appreciate it. Maybe you could, the humor was lost on you in a live setting because you were too annoyed. I, I don't know if that's true. I think they broke up in like 2017. Oh, did they? <laughs> I think so. But I'm pretty sure we had a conversation about how dull they were, but that's all right. <laughs> that sounds like me, to be honest. <laughs> but anyway, they have a really funny song about fake Irish Chicago. You, I never so. forget a band that you dog. Oh, there's too many of those, aren't there? But no one well, can live up to the knee highs. <laughs> well, episode 187, we sort of, I sort of ate a little crow. Yep. And it's one of those things. They're not going to be my very favorite band ever, but I was, I was, I was softened. My approach is softened a little bit, at the very least. So. I was, I was actually surprised by how, uh, how great he was. I didn't know if he was going to be, you know, in, in, uh, in shtick or something like that. You know, doing some kind of crazy shtick. And he was actually, I thought he was a really good interview. Personally. He was a different, he was a different dude, but he was. He was very good. I think yeah. we got more out of him than I'd ever heard in several interviews before. Hmm. Who so, could those interviews have been with? Judge, judge what you will. But anyway. <laughs> 
Uh, um, what was I going to say? I don't know. I'm sorry. Um, okay, best at being an Irishman. I'm sorry. So they were fine. They were fun. So yep. the headliner was this band I'd never heard of. They're called Handguns. Oh, the, and I remember um, Jerry talking about them. They're, they, I mean, they got me in their 20s, Neil. You know. Yeah, he said they were young and very popular with the ladies, I think he said or something. Well, not by the time they went on last. It was about 30 dudes, I would say. <laughs> 30, drunken, 30 drunken dudes paying well, in their we pants. Well, we went to the bitter end, but the one thing, just talking to Jerry a little bit casually, he said, you know, we got we to gotta do that Thursday show a little earlier because the locals have to go to work on Friday, so we can't. So it was pretty late when it got, I mean, it was probably at least like 1 o'clock when they finished. Yeah, yeah. The only funny thing, now maybe it was just the PBRs talking, my heroic consumption, but I didn't think they were too bad. I mean, I'm not going to like go home and listen to them, I don't think, but I, I, I didn't mind handguns. I thought they were all right. Now, what kind of thing were they? How would you describe them? Maybe a little emo-y. A little emo-y, there we go. They were just skinny kids, dude. They look like, you know, they look like the kids you just glare at in the parking lot, you know? Did they all have, like, weird side parts that were really way too long and stuff, and, like, eye makeup? I, no, nothing like that. They were just, just normal, skinny jean-wearing, 20-something-year-old baseball cap-wearing kids. Did they have a bunch of uh, bunch of merch? I don't know. I see, I don't think they had any vinyl. Hmm. I'm trying to think. Oh, shoot, I should have, I should have my vinyl bag in front of me. I think the only thing I bought on Thursday, I bought the other, I did buy the Downstrokes album. Hmm. Which is called Unsafe at Any Speed. It's got some cool, got some cool stuff on it, like a marble gray. I think that was the only thing I bought on. I, I came home with, I think, four or five LPs, four seven inches, and a double ten. Double ten inch. Okay, look at you. Yes. Why do you play a song? It's been a while. Okay, what song would I play? Um, Oh, do you want me to play another one? Because you've yeah, got you some kind one, of theme. Yeah, you play one more. I'll try to work them in a little bit as we go. Because I'll talk about Friday next, and then I'll definitely play a song. Okay. Um, do you know... You, you remember the band The Explosion, right? From Boston? Yep, I just... So I have a couple of their CDs. I didn't have any vinyl, but I just got their split on Pirates Press. Beautiful, like, red and clear, I think. Because they did a split with the Street Brats that has the song 77 Fallen Angels that we've been using the DUI's version as our opener. Yep, that's right. So the original is on a 7-inch with the explosion split. It's cool. What's yeah, well, I'm going to play... Uh, I really like them at around about the turn of the uh, turn of the millennium or whatever, 1999-2000. Mm-hmm. My friend Adam got me into them. Hey, Didn't Finucci, seem like there was a lot of great punk bands at that time, but they were one of them, right? I, I'm going to actually play a few... The main rest of my stuff I'm playing tonight are going to be from that same time period. Um, mm. But anyway, this is going to be the explosion with their song off of one of their first EPs. Uh, I think this song, song's called Out Tonight. So here you go, the explosion.
There you go. That was the explosion from Boston with uh, "Out Tonight" from the from two thousand. So, um, right, so, how, so, so how many beers? How many beers are we down Thursday night? How many beers do you think you're done? I don't know. We we're drinking Tall Boys. Dozen. And were you? Who did you meet? Maybe who, maybe fifteen. Did you meet um, any of the bands that were going to be on other nights there on for, on Thursday to or not? Think if we met anybody on Thursday. I don't think so. Friday, a lot of the bands that played on Saturday were there on Friday. Gotcha. So we did start, start see, you know, maybe the woman from the Lausketeers might have been there. I don't remember. You kind of, you know, we're all at the same hotel for the most part, and we just, you, you just kind of, mm-hmm. you just kind of mix. I don't think Thursday, see, here's the thing with Thursday. I don't know if they intended it to be a soft opening, but for me it definitely was because there wasn't really anything that I knew on it, you know? Of course, yeah, yeah, no, it makes sense. Yeah, and I don't. Last year they had some. Last year the Thursday lineup might have been better than the Friday lineup. So I don't know if that's just the way the cookie crumbled this year, or if they, or if they just decided to do that, or what. They changed it up a little bit. You know, last year and we talked about it when Jerry was on. Last year they had a Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, and then they had a Saturday matinee. Hmm. They got rid of the matinee and just made Saturday a longer day. That makes sense. Which which worked for us for a number of reasons, which I'll get to later actually, but. So it was. I, so the thing with Thursday, we started late. So I think we probably like pounded beers harder than we needed to. Mm-hmm. So the only day I really felt crappy was Friday morning. I did not feel that great, hmm. but it was fine. You know, a couple of ibuprofen, right back at it. Well, twelve doesn't sound too bad until you figure out they were tall boys. Yeah, they were tall boys, and it so, might have been fifteen. I don't know. Yeah, that's a lot of that's a lot of beer. I'm gonna guess the other two days were at least twenty, but those are only twelve ounces. Because you were drinking Miller Lite at that point. Yes. Oh, okay, yes. gotcha. All right. But here's the thing, Neil. When you raise the price of the 16-ounce PBR to $4, and our regular beer is $3, you lose your economic advantage of getting the tall boy. <laughs> you got to have the tall boy the same price as the regular beer, and then everybody drinks them. And they ordered double from last year, and they were still gone by Saturday. Wow. Holy shit. Or by Friday night, I think. That's and then a- they went to the liquor store. Of course, at 4 bucks a piece, you know, you go buy the things at the liquor store for a buck. Yeah, yeah. 50 or a buck. So they actually... So they just won't listen when they say, order more, order more. We talked to the woman who seemed to be in charge. Maybe she'll get it next year. Was she nice? If Scott and I don't make it next year, then they'll throw the whole ratio off. I don't know. That's true enough, man. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, so we wanted to, there's a decent little record store only about 10 miles away. Got it. So we did, we did go to a record store on Friday afternoon. Okay. Yeah. So Friday, so you wake up Friday, you have breakfast somewhere. Do they have a local like breakfast place or something? You know, we didn't have breakfast. We had lunch. Yeah, you're, cool you're, you're not a big breakfast guy, are you? I'm not, no. There's See, a great barbecue place over there called Lost Mountain Barbecue that I can't recommend enough. We went there for lunch and just ate, like, a stupid amount of lunch. Hmm. And, you know, one, so part of the pe- part of the reason that was going to be fun, we knew we knew a few people were going to be there. Some were musicians. But also, uh, my buddies from Good Men Doing Nothing, Chris and... Uh, Justin were there, so we caught up with them on Thursday and watched the show with them on Thursday, and then they went with us to the record store on Friday, and also their buddy Hudson. So shout out to Hudson, and uh, the the little record store there. The, here's the there's two issues I have with it. One, they just moved to like a new building, mm-hmm. so it was like squeaky clean, which you might say, oh, that's a good thing, but it didn't feel like a record store yet, you know? Right? Yeah, for sure. I I get that antiseptic. Yeah. But that being said, they had they had a nice little punk section, a nice little metal section. Prices were okay. They had a good. Uh, it was it was a little decent. It was called I'll give Michelle. It's called Yellow K Records. It was in Frostburg, Maryland. Yellow K. 
yellow K. I don't know what that means. Oh dear, that's not right. Club drug or something. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but but it, it was a cool little record store. I mean, we 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 hung out. We were probably there like an hour. Hmm. It was five of us. We were just kind of bullshitting among ourselves. There wasn't a lot of other people there on Friday afternoon. Um, I I really didn't need to buy anything, but like I said, it was a decent little store. I grabbed. Um, so I had it on CD, of course, but I never had it on vinyl. So I bought the the first the the first New York Dolls album. Oh, okay. Self-titled New York Dolls. Album. Some kind of some kind of repress. Yeah, twenty seventeen. I don't twenty. It might be brand new. I don't know, but it was it was you know brand new sealed. Yeah, yeah. A couple of the other guys picked up a couple things. I don't remember what. But a lot of the guys, you know, a lot of people are big into the dollar bins and stuff like that. I never find anything good. I generally don't even waste my time. Like digging through like the dollar bins. No, is that especially the old, when, that's all used stuff, right? Yeah, well, especially when they put them way down the ground. What am I, a freaking larvae? I'm gonna <laughs> crawl around the ground. <laughs> no, because so, you're, you're Thanos, damn it. <laughs> though you know what I put <laughs> side joke. What I put down that I was holding on to, clutching for the longest time, but I didn't. I didn't end up taking it home. Was the Double Live Scorpions album, Worldwide Live? Good lord. I had that on, I had that on Chrome cassette when I was a kid. I listened to that so much. Remember, we did our favorite live albums. Yeah, yeah, yep. I was lying when I said that wasn't one of them. Oh, so good. Scorpions. Uh, Jesus, I don't even know if I could name a single Scorpions track. Oh come on, Rocky like a hurricane. Oh that. Oh yeah, I know that one. Yeah, I didn't know that was them. Of course you do. Yeah. Anyway. Wow, sorry. Is that Michael Schenker? Is that who that is? Was he in Scorpions? It was one of the Schenkers. He might have been like the original guitar player or something. Hmm. It's this little short, little bald German guy, Klaus Mein. <laughs> okay. well, they're German. But, I mean, boy, they're another another band. Like they're like one of their albums in the seventies was called Virgin Killers. Very subtle. Yeah, sure they were. <laughs> all fucking virgins themselves. <laughs> German no, nerds. Know. Nerds. Laying a lot of German pipe, you know. <laughs> German pipe. Back in back in the day in, in England in the uh, yeah in the early, late seventies early eighties that would be the uh, the archetypal um, heavy metal kid or sweats as we call them uh, their their fucking denim vest they'd have like a motorhead patch I think a thin Lizzie patch and that'd be the archetypal scorpions patch on the back of their so denim why did they call them sweats because they stunk of sweat exactly because they Is that stunk, right? they oh, stunk of sweat and patchouli yep hmm. so they were known as sweats and they were dirty they were long haired and dirty and grubby yeah. So Fucking Friday, sweats. yes, we showed up pretty much on time. I think we missed a little bit of the first band. So the first band was Chupascabra. Oh, look at that! You missed them again. <laughs> well done, Chupascabra. No, 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 we caught we caught most of them. Yeah, how was how was is, it? it? They were they were fun. They're, they're an unusual looking group. They they have a real <laughs> man. That's damned by faint praise. They were the unusual looking. Kind of like the least. And I, we're Facebook friends now, so I'm gonna have to face him. But no, he's he's he's. He's he was wearing like a white lab coat or something. Okay. I'm not exactly sure what the main guitar player, one of the guitar players, was wearing a beautiful like peach or pink uh, blouse and skirt ensemble. But he also had a white beard that probably made him look older than he was, and he was wearing a captain's hat. What the fuck is going on? Exactly. That's that's what I'm saying, Neil. And the other guitar player and the bass player, the b- bass player was a black guy who was just jamming, and the guitar player, the other guitar player too, who appeared to be headbangers. Did they basically know each other, or did these people just meet outside Dude, the venue? I, it, it, it's it's funny. <laughs> it's, almost, it's almost like the village people, right, or something like uh, just like. Uh, oh, they just met in the local homeless shelter. It's like the bass player could really stand to be a cowboy. <laughs> Jesus Christ! But they were a lot of fun. They finished with a cover of the great country ballad "Islands in the Stream." Oh, I know that one. Yeah, yeah. It was go- it was goofy, good, clean fun. I actually picked up 
a split seven inch with them with more it was them on one side and more like a straight up like uh street punk band on the other side so it's kind of hmm. interesting hmm. okay they were cool we were off to a pretty good start it was, what time was this what time did it open well what time seven. did yeah, seven, seven. okay after they were very visually arresting <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like it. They should be arrested by the sounds uh, of it. The singer had his kids there, so like the kids was uh, kids were up on stage, singing with them, and uh, and and they seemed like real nice kids. But all I could think was all the video getting shot. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a CPS trial one day. Yeah, no shit. Some, yeah. Someday, <laughs> concerts. Let me look at this tape. But it was fun. <laughs> kids looked like they were having fun. Um, and as a matter of fact, the next night, well, I ran. It, it's funny, but so I'm trying to think. I gotta pull my. I gotta pull my list up and go through it because it's funny because I'm gonna write about this too. I'm uh, actually pretty excited about it. I haven't really felt like typing a lot of words lately, but I'm gonna crank out some words about this. That's cool. So that'll be for that's good enough for me. For those of you who are forgetting who I'm writing for now. Oh, so the next band up was Norcos and Haracha, which I know you were a part of an extended Mexican family for a while. Do you know what Norcos and Haracha means? Uh, I don't. Or it's Norcos e Haracha. It's like sleeping pills and something. So Norcos, I guess, are like an upper, he said. Okay. And Haracha is like that. You ever see, go to a Mexican restaurant and you see people drinking that, like thick milk? That I've had that before. Yeah, the rice milk. Yep. That's good? good. Yeah, it's really is good. It? Yeah. I see, like, so I love Mexican food. I go to Mexican restaurants, but I only see Mexican people drinking it. It's like it's not for gringos. Yeah, when I used to, yeah, when I was dating Susie, she would uh, she would take me to all kinds of you know real Mexican restaurants that gringos wouldn't go into, and uh, it was so super interesting. Since you were with a Mexican, you were allowed to drink it. Yeah, yeah, and everyone, no one was speaking English apart from me. Uh, yes. <laughs> so they'd make the food like like they wouldn't make it as hot or whatever. But uh, yeah, well, that's that stuff was good. Yeah, I like that stuff. They okay. put sour cream on it for you. Yeah, they, no, no cilantro, no cilantro. Um, so. So that band is so it's two guys from Detroit, including Dougie, who's been on our show, who plays for the Pots and a bunch of other bands, Devious Ones. Oh, that's right, Bubba. Dougie was playing bass with them, right? No drums. Oh, dr- okay, drums. And our buddy Cole. Cole, that's right, was playing bass with them, right? Yeah, that's yeah, right. So I walk in there pretty early, and I can't remember. I think it was before we went downstairs. I think it's maybe why we missed the very beginning of the first band. And I said, "Hey, is this the Michigan section?" And we were BSing. And the other guy, Amado, is kind of a Detroit. Guy, the legend too played in a bunch of bands Bill Bondsman Catfish a bunch of other cool punk stuff long time punker so this band is like I think Amato sort of like embracing his Mexicanism hmm. a little more yeah I was going to ask that yeah then instead of uh, like playing straight punk so it's like on the record it's it's a punk record but there's like a little bit of accordion and some other weird instruments and stuff hmm it's different. It's just real jagged stuff, but it's really good. I mean, as a matter of fact, I picked up the record. Um, it's definitely catapulted into my top, definitely top ten as of right now for the year. Wow, crazy! Now is is this? Cole- fact, you know what? Can we let's tell you what? I, I didn't save this. Song. Can we put one more song? In? Let's let me put one more song in. Would yeah, you? you play it now if you want. If I was a guest, I'd let us stick one more song. I'd let me stick one more song in. Yeah, play it now. So I know it's. I know it's. This is out there, but this is this is my feel good hit of the summer. This is. Uh, Norcos Iharacho, the song is called Chords Against Humanity.
I'm strumming cars against humanity Turning my tube, all I see is calamity I'm strumming cards, yeah maybe three or four Because I never really bothered to learn how to play anymore Sanity. I'm strumming cards against humanity. Well, it's the only thing that's keeping up my sanity. I'm strumming cards against humanity. Well, it's the only thing that's keeping up my sanity. I'm strumming cards against humanity. Well, it's the only thing that's keeping up my sanity. I'm strumming cards against humanity. Well, it's the only thing that's keeping up my sanity. I'm strumming cards against humanity. Well, it's the only thing that's keeping up my sanity. I'm strumming cards. Okay, that was Nokos e Haracha with the, what, Chords Against Humanity? Chords Against Humanity. Okay, there we go. That is the jam of the summer. I'm calling it right now. The jam of the summer. You heard it here first. Yes, the feel-good hit of the summer. Wow. You heard it here first. But no, that 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 song especially just gets stuck in my grill. But it's it's a very it's a very catchy album. It's it's like I said, it's different though, you know, and it's it's definitely got a sort of originalness that you don't, at least strangeness that you don't hear. It's not. It doesn't. Sound, I can't tell you another band that it sounds like. That's cool. No. So does uh, does Dougie. Um, and uh, Cole, do they play on the album, or were they just on the live Dougie band? Dougie played on the album, yeah. Okay, Cole didn't, okay. But somebody, yeah, he was just kind of filling in on the tour because he's a ne'er-do-well, and he can, you know, go on tour with bands. But it was good to see those guys. Good to see Cole, good to see, you know, it's funny, I mean, we're, you know, 450 miles from home. Yep. Hanging out, but it was good to see Dougie, too. He's such a, he's such a nice guy, honestly. And uh, the other guy kind of, the other guy's a little more standoffish, but he warmed up to me when I started talking about seeing his bands in like the mid '90s, his hardcore bands playing Grand Rapids. That we kind of hit it off, and hmm. you know, big shared history. So, so they were they were great. Um, 
I don't know. I think the crowd enjoyed them, but I think they didn't know what to think of them too. Sure, sure, yeah. So unfortunately, the next band is from was from West Virginia called Ghost Road. They were the ones who suffered from us having to get something to eat, so we <laughs> actually missed them. I see. Now, did you just go upstairs? I, it wasn't because I didn't like them either, because I kind of spotified them. I thought they were pretty cool. Okay. I just didn't get a chance. But they're like one of those Savage Mountain bands. I think they play every year. I think they're in the in the club, so to speak. Now, did you eat upstairs, or did you go, did you go out somewhere? That Yeah, we ate upstairs once we were at the show. We just didn't feel like we had time to... How was the food? It was fine. Yeah. Now, can you hear the bands? Can you hear the bands from no, upstairs? No, you really can't. Wow, crazy. You know, I'll tell you the other thing, too. They have a nice, like, separate glassed-in room, so you can kind of watch them, like zoo, zoo animals, where the bands have, like, nice hospitality and food and all that. I, I think they take real good care of the bands. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Everybody who plays there seems to uh, speak highly of it. And this is a venue, obviously, apart from, from this? They have bands every week or something? I think occasionally they have bands. Okay. I think outside bookers book bands there. I don't think they book them in the bar. Cool. I mean, one right. night we were sitting at the bar, and you know, they were playing, like, trivia. Oh, okay. Scott and I should have played. We could have kicked all their Appalachian asses. <laughs> well, it depends what they might. They might be asking them uh, specific Appalachian questions. Well, no, no. They were at, at just general questions. But, we were, yeah, we were sitting there eating. And, anyway. Um, and then, so, yeah, we didn't really see Ghost Road, unfortunately. But, you know, who? so then, then up was the Prozacs. Who I had run into Jay earlier, and he, you know, we we hit it off like old pals, of course. Mm-hmm. Not surprisingly, and Prozacs were great. Yeah, that's good. They were really good. They were really good. I really, I really enjoyed them. It was great to meet Jay finally in the flesh. I think they drove like eight hours to get there too. Jeez. Yeah, and then they were turning around and driving back. But uh, no, that was that was so they were real good. Um, I did buy so his new album. I think is only on CD at the moment. I did buy his new split seven inch uh i can't remember who the other side is but it was like his solo seven inch i bought that so Mm. more more records more records but i gotta say this the band of the night the jasons the jasons so were they they were headlining no they weren't the metascopheles was headlining oh another one of your favorite ska bands okay but so so metascopheles i saw the singer sitting up at the bar and you can't mistake him well, for one thing, there's not that many black people in, in you know, Cumberland mm-hmm. or the punk scene or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But he's very distinctive looking, and he's he's seemed like a, seemed like a real good dude too. But he's got like these, <laughs> like, I don't know, these bone earrings or something. It just look like a, he looks look like a headhunter or something, you know. And uh, Metascafflies were fun. They were good. I was sort of like pretty drunk by that point. I was like fixating on the. Uh, saxophone player like i felt like the saxophone player did most of the heavy lifting in the band was it a girl they had a, no it was just a dude i think i think they had oh. a, a sax and a trombone hmm. um on top of the you know traditional punk instruments but they were they were good they were they were fun i mean they're not you know once again ska not my thing right yep not your thing but i gotta say the 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 i would i even thinking about that queers uh that queers dwarves jason show Mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine wanting to follow these guys. They're funny. They're fun. They sound great. Um, granted, they have a little advantage because I know a good chunk of their music, so I pretty much knew every song. But yeah, the Jasons were great. They were definitely on Friday night. They were definitely the band of the night. So and they and they were like jumpsuits and like Jason masks and shit like that, right? Well, they wear Jason masks, but they all have long hair. No, you know what they look like, dude? They look like sweats, but they're all wearing Jason masks. Oh, okay. All right. But uh, 
the thing is, you know, they never take them off. They're sitting behind the merch table. They got the Jason mask on. They're so tar- you know, they're so it could the be masked intruder for all we know. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think with the long hair. I think, I think they're from West Virginia also. Squeal like a pig, you know? Squeal like a pig. So, uh, yeah, Jason's were great. So, I'm, as a matter of fact, I'm going to play a Jason song right now to celebrate their goodliness. This is uh, the title track from their last LP, which, unfortunately, they didn't have any on vinyl to sell. The only vinyl they had was their split with the Black Russians, which is great, but I already have it. Jason's are from New Jersey, my friend. Nah, that's what they say, because Crystal Lake is from New Jersey. Oh, okay. It says Egg Harbor Township. Okay. You know, Crystal Lake, where, you know... Yep. Friday the 13th. Didn't know that was New Jersey. Okay. Yeah. So, well, Neil, what about when Jason goes to Manhattan? How far did you think he had to go to get to Manhattan? Oh, I'm sorry. Am I I supposed to suspend my disbelief over this? Oh, you're not Friday the 13th obsessed like I am? Okay, forget it. This undead freak, I'm I'm supposed to believe that he couldn't be able to fly to another city? (laughs) Dude, he did go to outer space. Yeah, there you go. Yes. Jason X. Jason X. Yeah. As did did Leprechaun. uh, Yeah, I did not see that. But Jason X is underrated. Underrated movie. Okay. Um, There's a couple of scenes that make it worthwhile. Anyway. um, Yeah, Jason's Blood in the Street. Title track from their last album. I wish I could have got it on on vinyl. They have an amazing amount of merch. Tons of t-shirts. They must have six or eight or ten CDs, all kinds of stuff. But anyway, I uh, so here is yeah, Jason's blood in the streets.
Like the Jasons there with Blood on the Streets, their latest hit. How was that? It means Blood in the Streets. Oh, shut up. <laughs> blood in the Streets, yes. Blood in the Streets. The Jasons. Yeah, they wear leather so, jackets and shit, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. And now, here's a word from our sponsor. Out now on Sexy Baby Records for the first time ever on vinyl cassette, the Huntington's classic album, Get Lost. Get this record and a lot more at sexybabyrecords.com. It's a jungle out there. You gotta look out for number one, but don't step at number two. Hey, this is Susie Moon, and you're listening to Tom and Neil on the Punk Till I Die podcast. Ow! So, the other thing is that we learned about this year, and and I almost hate to, because it's not a secret, but I almost hate to put it out there because it's it's so amazing that if it got overrun, it wouldn't be fun anymore. But on Friday night, I was talking to um a guy named Ron who sings for a band that was playing the next day, Middle Age Brigade, and he also happens to be on the board for the Savage Mountain Punk, Punk Arts. So I hope everybody listened to the episode we had Jerry on from Savage Mountain because it was it was really interesting, I think, for a couple of reasons. A, he was an interesting guy. But B, he talked about how they made their, kind of their punk thing a non-profit. Okay. And they have a board and all that. And, and Ron is on the board, but he's also sort of legendary for throwing these parties the week of Savage Mountain, his pool parties. Okay. So I was talking to him Friday night, and he invited us to his pool party and gave us his address. And wow, we were a little. Of course, I didn't even bring a swimsuit because uh, the wonderful four-star hotel we stayed at—four out of a hundred—the um, pool is, hasn't been open for both times we've been. <laughs> we were there in August. It's hot as can be. The pool's not open. No. What, what, what was the excuse this year? It wasn't COVID, right? What was it? A uh, dead whore floating in the water. <laughs> No, they just, just <laughs> the Jasons just had been there, huh? I just don't think it's open at all. I just it was funny last year for a brief moment. We're like, well, maybe we should bring our wives. Maybe they have fun. They can sit by the pool, and we get there. We're like, okay, I'm glad we didn't do just that. Just as well, you didn't do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like I said, it's actually a charming little town. I think it would keep them entertained for all of one day. Yeah, yeah, sure. But uh, the second day might be a little touch and go. Uh, but so he's got this amazing place up in the mountains. With this giant outdoor pool, like four times the size of mine, you know. Wow. Saltwater pool, heated. Just, and and he, and they bought all the booze and the food. They bought a bunch of pizzas and there was pierogies. It was, it was, I, I mean, I can't thank Ron enough. It was just, it was amazing. It was so, it was so nice. I mean, I, I, you know, thanked him several times, but now I'm thanking him publicly. It was just, it was, it was the most amazing thing, you know. 
Huh. Like I said, I almost hate to, you know. But, you know, and he didn't know me from Adam, but it's funny. You do kind of, this is a small thing. It is kind of a family thing, you know. So yeah, you're yeah. sitting around this pool with the bands that are playing the next night or whatever. Oh, that's excellent, man. That's So that's what you did on Thursday? That's what you did on Saturday? On Saturday afternoon, yeah. yeah. And, and of course, went and had a bunch of drinks. So I actually went back and had a little nap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, because it started at 5. Yeah. And it ended at one forty-five. Oh boy! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know that's a that's a lot of. Uh, it's nine hours right there. It's a working day. Yeah, pretty much. And you know you you are on your feet a lot of the day, and you know you're drinking. And matter of fact, we got there. I mean, it was just the drinking. You know, you know, you always are sort of amazed when watching Scott and I drink. But there was, you know, the upstairs they were doing like buckets of beer. Yeah, yeah. So you get like five five million lights for like twelve fifty or something. Yep. We were drinking one of those an hour. I swear it was it was just it was just it was insane. <laughs> yeah, well, we Miller Light. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I get that. I get that. It's not like we were. Yeah, we weren't doing whiskey shots, but but yeah, it, it gets you pretty run down towards the other day. But you know, oh so, for sure, yeah, yeah. You'd be paying every so, five minutes too. Well, and we wanted. I'm going to tie these two things together now. But we wanted to be there. First thing at five because our buddies from Good Men doing nothing were playing at five. They actually got into the festival. It's funny. All this is all this is because of Sloppy Seconds. Sloppy Seconds played the festival, so we went or we would have never heard of it. Uh, my buddy from Baltimore had never heard of it, but he met us over there last year and they had a good time with us. And then they actually played in like one of the feeder events and got into the main event. So it's I, I don't know. I don't know if they should be thanking Sloppy Seconds or thanking us or what. I don't know. But it's kind of cool how it came together, honestly. This is good men doing so, nothing, right? Yeah, so we wanted to see them play right at 5. Um, so, we, yeah, we, we left the pool for, I don't know, like 3.30. Went and took a little took a little breather. I did not bring shorts. I went we like ran to the Family Dollar or whatever and bought some shorts for 5 bucks, But we did not, did not end up using them. But uh, so we didn't actually go in the pool, but it was it was just amazing, dude. They had one of these like slushy machines with alcohol in it, you know. Holy they shit! Had a, God, they had a jukebox. Uh, he had a jukebox with full of new wave and punk seven, you know, like a seven inch ju- the proper jukebox. Wow! Like I... the, like the, the you know we were kids at the bar or whatever. No, it was just, it was just really cool. Like I said, so gracious, just such gracious host. I mean, it was just it was you know it was ridiculous. It was so much fun though. That's awesome. Now I. I assume if we go back, we're invited again next year. I assume. Thanks. Thanks again, Ron. I did. I can't remember his wife's name. Same thing. Just, just. Yeah, it's like this is their party they throw every year, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so that was real cool. Then we went back and we um, chilled for a little bit, and yeah, that we were there at five, and then of course the band doesn't go until five thirty. So there's nine bands. We're already a half hour off schedule, you know. <laughs> Somehow, I'm yeah. sitting there being every time looking at my clock, going, "Oh, dudes, come on." But uh, Good Men Doing Nothing were great. Like I said, they're pals of ours, so we're a little biased. But they, they played a great set. They're funny. Uh, the music was good. <laughs> and this is uh, this is going to tie into the next song. So they've been seeing the Huntingdons a bunch lately, I guess, or something. And the Huntingdons famously have a have a song called No Pool Party Tonight, which we're going to play in just a minute. But so they <laughs> so Chris wrote, it, wrote an answer song called Fuck Your Pool Party. And it's just a great song. And unfortunately, I'm sure it didn't get recorded for their album that they got coming out next. But anyway, they were, it was good seeing those guys, and they clearly had a good had a good time. And uh, so, yeah, let's, let's uh, play that Huntington song right now. This is called No Pool Party Tonight. And I hope, you know, in a year or so, we can play the song that it inspired. 
Okay, that was the Huntingtons with No Pool Party Tonight. Would you know which album that's off of? Uh, I think Get Lost. Yeah. I think. Gotcha. Um, next up was a band called The Filthy Lowdown from Pittsburgh, who I kind of knew the singer social media a little bit. I reviewed one of their CDs like a few years ago. Okay. So they're like a high energy... Boy, like if a... Like if a punk band had a heavy metal guitar player and a professional wrestler for a singer okay just very high energy i mean at one point the singer smacked the guitar player in the back with a chair there was a conga line it may not sound good but it was fun it was a good time now how was there a conga line not getting that i mean the singer just started a conga line a bunch of people followed him and they went all over the place Oh, okay, the singer jumped off stage, okay. I mean, gotcha. I'm not saying it's punk, dude, but it was fun. It was funny. Matter of fact, I was, I remember at the time, I was drinking, you know, of course, drinking beer or something. I have three problems with this band that make it not punk. One, the bass player had a five-string, and he had it up to way too high. <laughs> and the lead guitar player was wearing sandals, Neil. Oh, dear, sandals. yeah, that's off right there, yeah. Get him out. He jammed, though. Dude could jam. That's, yeah, I'm sure he can. I'm sure he can jam at home anyway, to his yeah, fucking Rush were, CDs. Yeah. They were the filthy lowdown, so they're fun. You should check them out. They're, I think they're halfway decent known in Pittsburgh. So, But if you could make those two corrections for next year, you could be even better. Yeah, maybe without the four Congo. Four-string bass. Yep. Four-string bass, little lower, and get yourself some canvas shoes, pal. Yeah, and without the conga line. That will be the third thing, yes. That was sort of fun and spontaneous, I think. It was It was, It was. was cool. Yeah. It was... It was I don't know. It was goofy, but all right. Who was next? Who was next? You know, who was next? Maybe dinner time. I can't remember. Um, you want me to look it up on the site? I'm looking it up right now. I okay. just lost my place. Okay, Saturday was huge. So then the middle middle aged brigade, which was Ron, the guy who had us at his house. Okay. Yep. So he's local, and yeah. Yep, they're local. Like I said, he's on the board, and they do. 
it's I'd say it's like almost hardcore. He really spits it out. But they're good. They're you know the guys in their fifties. They're actually they jam pretty good. They're a cool band. I dug them. We saw them last year too, and uh, it was cool. And now of course I you know liked him even more because you know guy let me drink his alcoholic slushies at his house. There you go. You're a cheap so date. Real- You're a cheap cheap date, Crandall. Easy to impress, right? Yeah. Easy to impress. Yes. And then we went to. Um, so we cut out just before they were done to go get something to eat. Mm-hmm. And then we missed a little bit of the Lauske, the beginning of Lausketeers. But you saw them last year, right? I remember you saw yeah, them last year. Yeah, we saw Lausketeers last, last year, year yeah. too. They're a uh, three-piece uh, woman sings and plays guitar in a male rhythm section, plays some pretty catchy pop punk. Yeah. A lot of feminist uh, messaging and things. You love that too, don't you? You have to well, love that. Uh, yeah, yeah, a little of that goes a long way with me, if we're being honest. But whatever, they can do whatever they want. Um, I think Joe Queer recorded their album for him. Okay. He, and next up was Mud City Manglers. Sweet. Uh, yeah, you love them, yeah. I do. I like them. They're great. I bought their first album, their first LP. I bought their second one last year. Now they're from Kentucky or something. They are from Pittsburgh also. Oh, they are from Pittsburgh. Okay, so everyone was pretty local. Okay. So they were great. Um, next was Submachine. So Alex showed up on uh, Friday night, and he didn't play till Saturday, so he was hanging out all weekend. Alex is great. He's the uh, singer Submachine. He's kind of like everybody knows him. He's like the Pope of Pittsburgh punk, I think. Now, did you? Uh, were you, you so you were hanging out with him on Friday. You knew him before. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know if he could. I don't know if he would know my name, but he definitely knows who we are. Yeah. yeah. And we always have a good time. He's a funny guy. Um. And uh, and they were great too. I feel like they took a little bit of a short set that kind of got things back on a little bit on track time wise. Okay. But they play super intense, super. You know, hard. Once again, kind of hardcore punk. So you you know you don't need them to play for like an hour, right? Oh, you yeah, get tired of that after an hour for sure. Yeah, and I just hunted good. down one of their last seven inches that I've been hunting forever. A split they did with the Pink Lincoln, so I'm pretty pretty stoked about that. Now, are they still an active concern, or do they only get together like once no? Or twice they're a year act- for- they're still active. As a matter of fact, they they even told me they're they're looking there. They may put out another album at some point here. Okay. Um, they're kind of they're they're kind of legendary. They're all all older dudes. They've been the the newest guy in the band's been in the band for like twenty four years or something. Wow. Okay. So they've been around for a while. Yeah. They have, but it's funny because I, I, you know Alex was at the pool party. We were sitting there BS, and then he was like the last of the original band to join. Hmm. But I think he's the only one left from that original class. But he's been in the band thirty two years or something, and the rest of them are all, you know, twenty something or thirty years or whatever. But uh, no, they're cool. They're always good too. Very intense. He gets right. He's the guy who gets right in the crowd. You know, yell right in your face. He's good. Um, and then so the, so then the other band, the, the, and I actually met the guy before the show, and I was talking with him. And his name is Gerard, the singer for Forty Five Adapters. You you know these guys are not really. They're from New York City. Um, I got that uh, that crazy EP from Pirates Press last year. That's like was it shaped and it's got like oh, a, it's like a picture one? disc, the clear one. Yeah, it's um, excellent though. Isn't very it? very cool. Yeah, and it seemed like traditional, traditional almost like uh, like early oh, oi type street street punk type stuff, right? Definitely very danceable. Very yeah. uh, almost got some ska thrown in there, right? Uh, maybe, but I would say more like a pub rock almost kind of thing. Mm-hmm. 
But they, uh, so I talked to the singer Gerard before they played, and super, super good dude, bought a bunch of records from him, got their double double 10 inch orange collected works, and I got their uh, uh, Dress Well, Drink Heavily 7 inch. They're another and band course, that's been around both on for Pirates Press, so they're both beautiful colors and all that. Yeah. So they've been around for a while, right, these guys? Yeah, probably at least 10 years, I would think. Yeah. Um, the singer's like a black skinhead dude, super, super cool guy. I was going to say, I, think I was standing there talking to him, and I was saying the singer from the one band had his kid with him. Yep. Like he's like, he's like, that's your record, kid. You take that. Give him, give him that picture disc that you were talking about, that 12 inch with the him on the cover of it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, no, he's a super dude. I mean, and and I've gotten better at promoting the podcast. Like, I used to suck at it, but now I've gotten quite a bit better. And I just keep a pocket full of stickers. And there you go. I pull a couple of stickers out and, uh, I was talking to him. I said, "Hey, I do this. I do this podcast. You know, I said we've had a bunch of Pirates Press bands." And he's like, "You've had a bunch of Pirates Press bands. You haven't had us." I was like, "What am I, chopped liver?" <laughs> like, "No, dude, you're in, man. You're absolutely in." But uh, they were they were really good too, man. I enjoy. I I super enjoyed it. First time I'd ever seen them. Now we're getting into like the bands I hadn't seen before. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know who I skipped though? Who's that? Tiger Sex. Why did you skip them? For God's sake! I forgot. I just forgot. Oh, you jackass! Um, man. Okay, so Tire Sex is a three-piece band. Yep. Singer, guitar player, drummer. That's it. No bass, no second guitar. The bass player is an Asian dude who looks like a young Mike Park. Like, his hair's a little long, and he just, like, wears sunglasses all the time, and he just jams. And the singer is, like, you know, kind of like Susie Moon, maybe a little crazier. Susie Moon's crazy sister? Maybe. Yeah. Wicked sister, maybe. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, because I've seen I've seen some videos of her at Rebellion just going in and out of local pubs, like singing at people, just these old folks just like drinking in a pub, and she's like singing and yelling <laughs> at them and stuff. It's she seems a bit out of her gourd. Yeah. You remember that? Like like last year was that big news story about that that girl who like some guy laid down on the stage and she peed on him. Yes. He peed his mom. Yeah. I I can see Kelly doing that. So her name's Kelly, huh? Okay. But that well, wasn't that wasn't her that did that. That was a band called Brass Against, I think they were called. Well, I saw that but, she did. She did fill up a shoe with, with beer and drink yes, it. Yes, a Converse All Star Black, the the old uh, monochrome black on black, and yes, was dumping it from. She was standing on a ladder, dumping it way up in the air into people's mouths. The problem is, the odds of it getting in your mouth as opposed to just straight on your face were pretty low. You didn't see me walking over there. You know, I you know I love a free beer, right? You know? Yes, I mean, that's, that's, that's right. You were you were queuing up and pushing people out of the way. You know, I love a free beer, but I wasn't. Yes, I wasn't that desperate for the beer that went in my eyes before it came into my mouth or whatever. Whose shoe was it? I, I don't. I don't know. I, I'm not. Because you know, I'm. I mean, I like to. I like to drink and have a good time, but I'm pretty hygienic. If it was a shoe from an attractive like, young lady, maybe I'd be into that. But uh, enough from some yes. sweaty, some sweaty hill, <laughs> hill living well, punker being, from Pittsburgh. It was, poured, it was being poured by an attractive young lady. Yeah, uh, uh, that's not doing it for me. If it comes from some fat hillbilly, you just you're old fashioned. You only want her to step on your testicles wearing high heels. Yes. You're not really into drinking out of shoes so, well someone else's shoe i mean her shoe maybe yeah. but not someone else's no shoe, shoe yeah was. that's called a shoey in I, australia by the way they, they that's a common thing a and thing. it's called a shoey yeah well because the beer tastes bad and your shoes then wet 
<laughs> yes, yes. Is exactly. that a prison thing? You think? I don't know. Prison hooch. They like make. <laughs> yes, they make it in. Apples. They make it in prison. Yes, can any of our Australian listeners uh, let us know about about the uh, history of the shoey, please? Yes. <laughs> it's like fermented apple juice. Prison apple juice on the. <laughs> it's like furnace. Yeah. <laughs> uh, whatever it takes. But you don't know. So Tiger Sex was great. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that their version of "I Want to Be Your Dog" was the most erotic one since Iggy. It was good. It was great. It was just great set. Very high energy. Well, hold on a second. I thought, I thought you said like five minutes ago that you missed them. Tiger Sex? Yeah, that's what you said. You said you missed Tiger Sex. No, I didn't miss them. What? what <laughs> you said that. And that's why I said, "Damn it! Why did you miss them?" I'm, are you are you sure you're paying attention? I think I'm gonna miss. I don't. No, I that's exactly what that's what exactly what you said. Well, I'm sorry if I was any confusion. I did not know. I did. Oh, oh no, I skipped them. I skipped them when I was going through the list of bands. Oh, you see, I thought you meant you skipped I seeing them. them. As going. No, 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 I didn't miss seeing them. Ah. I, them. I, was, I have a list in front of me with the bands, and I was. There going we through. go. All right. So, wh- what did they play? They must have played high up the bill, no, or not? Yeah, towards the top half. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. 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 Now, did they, they have do they have vinyl or anything for sale? You know, they really didn't, and they and they they definitely do some covers, and you know, it's funny, right? Because you played Wendy O. Williams in the Plasmatics earlier. Yeah, yep. Yeah. I definitely feel like they are. They have a strong performance art kind of aspect. Ah, which is not to say the music's not good, because I I think the music is pretty good. Yeah. I don't know if I have the same kick. Well, I, yeah, I, we d- had dinner kind of like towards the end of Middle Age Brigade and beginning of Los Cateers. Yeah, so it was Mud City Mangos, then Tiger Sex. So did you talk to... So Tiger uh, Sex was between Mud City Mangos and Submachine, so I skipped right past them. Okay, you skipped right past them in the list, yeah. But you I did see outside, them. I was outside, so there's those win- there's like windows behind the stage. I was outside, and did I bomb it off Cole or one of the other guys? Because it seemed like everybody there that we hung out with was smokers. You know, I'm a reform smoker. I quit more than 10 years ago, but I like to have a You'll one, one occasionally, off. right? Yeah, yeah. I had two this weekend. I think okay. I had one on Thursday and one on Saturday, but I was out standing there watching her do I Want to Be Your Dog while smoking one of my, you know, five annual cigarettes, four annual cigarettes. So um, it was cool. And did you get to speak to this young lady? I did. Now, was she? Was she crazy or was she, was she all right? I, 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 I'm not sure. Did she punch you in the testicles and steal your shoe? No, no but I didn't give her a good big tip either. Um, that's the thing. I think you have to pay extra for that service. Um, no, I. Uh, she she seemed cool, and she said she'd come on the podcast. Yeah, our good friend Ben from Leeds, um, Ben Goodacre, um, he actually saw them in Leeds uh, yeah. a couple of weeks ago before Rebellion, and he, apparently he talked to her about the podcast then as well. So that's been in her ear a couple times now, so... Yeah. In one ear, not the other, Neil. So yeah. yeah so that, that, that how old is she? So, you think? Yeah. How old is she? Is she is she been in the oh, scene for a while or I young? Her, I would guess in her twenties. Okay, so a youngster. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't think she's twenty one, but I think she's. You know, I'd be really really surprised if she was thirty. They have a CD called Weirdo. I'm looking at right now. But they do covers. They do some covers. They do a lot of originals. Uh, but they're definitely. Yeah, I noticed that they don't. Their discography is definitely a little. Uh, a little thin. I think it's definitely more of a performance art kind of thing. Hmm, okay. Like I said, which is not to say the music is bad, because it's not. It's good. Matter of fact, the guitar player, like I said, the guitar player was jamming. And, and Anyway, so yeah, 45 adapters. Fantastic, man. Really, uh, really enjoyed seeing them. As a matter of fact, why don't we play a little, uh, let's play the title track from that 7-inch I bought. Let's do 
Dress well, drink heavily. You got it. Okay, that was 45 adapters there with Dress Well, Drink Heavily. And they are from, do you say they're from New York? New York City. New York City? Yep. Okay. Yeah. And they're very I did one of those. I did one of those two things. Guess which one? Uh, yes, it wasn't the dressing well, I'm sure. I hate to say. I mean, I was just okay. I, was just okay. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't wearing sweatpants or anything. I wasn't wearing sandals. I do find it funny that every single pe- person that posted a picture of the, uh, of the weekend, you and Scott are evident in, like, every picture. <laughs> just see the back of your heads it looks like a thumb it looks like a little thumb and a big thumb standing in the in the midst of everybody it's pretty funny so i forgot to mention on friday so he had actually written in and it was a regular punk news reader back in the day when i was writing for them and, and we were friendly you know the thing with punk news that always made it kind of special was the comment section right mm-hmm. and uh so it was great when you're writing reviews because you get immediate feedback, except for when that immediate feedback was, you suck, this band sucks, you're yeah. gay, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but one of the regulars that I always talked to over there was a guy named Natty Bo, which I never knew what that meant. But I actually looked it up. There's Nat, a Natty popular Bo- Bohemian, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that one. Yes, yeah. National Bohemian. National Bohemian, yeah. Um, I think it's like swill too. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. But anyway, so he was a regular, and he he emailed us before we went, and uh, he was going to be there on Friday, which is a shame he didn't say for Saturday. Saturday was amazing. Friday Friday was fun too, but Saturday was really amazing. Um, and uh, so we met up. So that was real cool. We had a beer, and there's a couple of pictures of us floating around. Yeah. So for the pic- people that are in the podcast group, the picture of Tom uh, dressed up as well. We we'll say it looks like Thanos. Um, that guy <laughs> next to him is this uh, is this Natty Bow character, right? Yes. And, and, he's from the Baltimore. from the Baltimore area too. And funnily enough, Patty Bo, the bass player from uh, Susie Moon's band, is uh, I think he's from that same area, I believe. Yeah, wow. Huh. Patty Bo and but Patty anyway, Bo. yeah, they were yeah because she's over there now. She's from she's living in the DC area. Right? Yeah, she is exactly correct. Yeah. Um, but it was it was good to meet him. Talked to him quite a bit. Uh, this the, the the thing with this event, Neil. It is a little older crowd. Not to say there's not young people there. There's some younger people there. But there's just no attitude. You know what I mean? It's just not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that in a good way. Not in a bad way, you know? The band's had attitude. Yeah. But uh, it's just so friendly. Like, you see, you really do. You, it, it is kind of a family affair. So, um, anyway, it was good to talk to him. And uh, it was cool. Good to meet you, Natty Bo, if you're listening. Um, so, <coughs> that was kind of fun. I hadn't really... Uh, had any punk news type interaction for quite a while now so and i probably won't going forward very much though so, yeah. and he and he doesn't write for, he writes for somewhere else from now right <coughs> no he doesn't he doesn't write he was just a regular oh okay contributor gotcha reader, yeah i think i think a year or two younger so we had a lot of sort of similar kind of tastes and that kind of thing you know yeah and it's nice you know it's good for my ego when people tell me you know they always enjoy my writing and then i get to remind them that i'm still writing it that's good enough for me <laughs> Yeah, so dress so, so forty five adapters. Just looking at it, it's very traditional um, skinhead stuff, right? Ben Sherman yeah. shirts and uh, very yeah. neat. Um, and that's a actually in this either use that mod target logo on some of the things as well. So it's it's very much in that. Uh, I think if you dug into them, you would really like them. It's definitely a you know it's funny because like them and Submachine on the same bill back to back. It's so much different style. Yeah, but so good though. Both great. Buzzsaw yeah. attacking guitars in yeah. your face vocals. This has more like rock and roll guitars. I mean, you can't. They have a song called "Don't Trust Anyone Who Doesn't Dance," and I think if you're listening to them, if your feet aren't moving a little bit, you're probably a corpse. <laughs> you're not swinging your arms. I mean, they're just. It's just so danceable, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. But anyway, yeah, forty-five Debra's are great. It's 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 a really uh. I, I thought it was kind of a weird fit because they're such a like cosmopolitan type band for this sort of rustic festival, but I think they went over really well. Listen, I bought some records from them, and I, you know, it was, it was uh, they were real cool. And that led up to the last band, which was the band really kind of was what made made it a break for me going because I'd never seen them before, even though I don't know how I missed them because they were everywhere in the mid nineties. Was blank seventy seven, and well, they, apparently I played the same song for like three times on this podcast. Yeah, it's been played three. I want to be a punk has been played three times. It might be. It, it might. Like it might own the record hit. actually for uh, for most most songs played on the on the podcast. I think that was uh, that was like their big hit in like ninety five, ninety five ish, ninety six, ninety seven. I don't know. And they are from but, where? Uh, they're from uh, New Jersey. Okay. 
Wow, lots of New you, Jersey so, love at the moment. Right? Did you read? Did you still read Maximum Rock and Roll in the mid nineties, or were you already out? No, I was done. I was done by that time. I was like eighty. No, I was mid eighties, eighty three through like eighty nine or something like that. I stopped getting it. So yeah, we definitely our past did not cross much on that because that's about the time I started reading it, mm-hmm. um, and I read it through the nineties, really probably or close to it. Um, but they, you know, in the in the mid nineties, I don't even know if you were hip to this because I don't know what you were doing. You were a little different place in life at that point. But there was that big like pogo punk revival, mm-hmm. the Stitches and all that kind of stuff. And anyway, yeah, the other Blank Seventy Seven were kind of at the forefront of that. Yeah, I got us. I, um, I got something by the Stitches. They, they're good. Yeah, yeah. And, and Blank Seventy Sevens were were great. And I hadn't really thought about them too much. Blanks Seventy Seven, not Blank Seventy Sevens. But anyway, I. Uh, it was funny because Mike was there walking around too, the main guy, Neil, uh, Mike Blanks, and uh, guess what band he had on the back of his jacket? Uh, you'll never Slade. get it. You'll be, no, you'll be amused. Forgotten Rebels. Hmm. Remind me? You're, taking, you're processing that a minute. They're that band that, isn't, isn't that the band that had like the bomb the boats, feed the fish? Oh yeah, from Canada. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Super offensive. Yeah, super Canadian offensive. Band. Yeah, they yeah. were the other Canadian. He was talking about finally getting to see him after years and years and years. But he was also a super nice guy. But I'm, you know, and I did what I do. I was like, oh, well, you know, I mean, those kind of like key records from the '90s. You see any chance those getting reissued on vinyl or something? He's like, no, those <laughs> in the past. Huh. I'm like that's such a great punk answer. But and we were talking about the last album they made and how it came about and stuff. And it it, it, it was it was really interesting. But just such a laid back dude, normal dude, and. uh just man, Neil, the whole the whole atmosphere, everything was so good, man. So I think, like I said, met Jay from Jay from Jay Prozac. I'm trying to think who else I met that just it's like we were old friends, you know. So did you? So did you talk to the blank seventy seven guy for a while? Did you maybe get him on the show or something? You know, I did not broach that. He was just such an interesting, weird dude. I, I wasn't really sure how to. How old do you think? Old as me, or let, or about your age? No, I, he, I, I, he looks younger than me, but I would guess he's probably in his early fifties. Hmm, okay. Um, they quit playing by about two thousand. I think they started kind of playing again, maybe like ten years ago or something. Okay. Um, they put out a split LP. Boy, I don't know. It was like number two on my top ten list one year when I was with Punk News, maybe two thousand sixteen. Because I think Daigle abortions were number one that year, um, but he um, and he was kind of telling me how that record came together. So that record was actually on Jailhouse, which is a oh, that was one with the, the the parasitics, right? Parasitics, yeah. Parasitics. Getting well, the blasted. funny thing was, I was I was I had been communicating with Dave, the guy who ran the label, and he had no budget. So I was kind of working with him, trying to get as much publicity going as possible. I think we premiered a song at Punk News, and I reviewed it, and I was really talking it up. And then the dude died. So, anyway. Hmm. Um, yeah, Jailhouse Records. Jailhouse Records had some cool cool releases. That was a, like a true punk label. Like, everything they put out was punk sounding. You know what I mean? It wasn't like... Yeah, yeah. It was no, no BS. A lot of old school type, type bands. But anyway, so they finished the night. Yeah, I don't know what they played an hour, maybe. I, I don't know. Because they got done at like 1.45. Jesus. It was super yeah, it's late. But the thing is, I got to tell you, Neil, you know... When you haven't seen a band, you always sort of have these expectations, and you you never know how it's going to go. You know, like we went and saw uh, that big circle jerk seven yep. seconds negative approach or whatever. Yep. And 
I thought Negative Approach was great. They are what they are. You know, they're sort of a monolithic hulking beast. But in seven seconds was great. But I didn't. It wasn't like I didn't get any chills up my spine. You know. Yeah. They were just guys, guys playing songs. Yeah. Pretty much. And but once in a while you do. And and this was really close to that for me, where I was like, oh man, it was like I was. It was like I was twenty years old again. Just kicking out my heels, Neil. Just kicking out my heels, singing along to all these old songs. So. Were you in the pit? Did you did you did you fall down in the pit again? Uh, so, so <laughs> you did, no, didn't actually, you? <laughs> there wasn't really a true pit. There was this one little guy in there that was really thrashing around violently. I couldn't tell if he was Mexican or Chinese. He sort of looked Chinese. Are <laughs> you sure he didn't work upstairs? This short little guy <laughs> who was just drunk out of his mind, and on, I think it was Saturday. I think it was Friday or Saturday. I think it was Saturday. I think he was only there Saturday. As soon as the first band started playing, actually, I think it. I think he was. It wasn't the first band, but he just started thrashing around and hmm. just one man pit where he's bouncing around, just bouncing at everybody. And they came, grabbed him, and pulled him outside, and told him he had to settle down and throw out. No, no. Oh my God! Well, really? He was, being, he was being too violent, but it was just like. You know, Scott looked over. He goes, "Read the crowd, man. Read the crowd." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that because yeah. it was. Yeah, you would, dude. You would have wanted to punch this guy in the face. <laughs> oh, yeah, and I probably. tried talking to him and tried to be friendly, but he just was so drunk, and you could just smell like the liquor oozing out of him. Oh wow! Okay, but uh, every you know that's the thing. The crowd is so friendly, man. Every every you know, obviously we've been to a lot of these big festivals. You and I have been to punk rock bowling and you know we've been to riot fest and all that stuff it's not even the same animal you know i mean it's not even i know they all say festival at the end but it's just not even close to the same thing yeah i mean it sounds kind of similar to when i went to see uh sack that one out by siren records at the deli and it was just yeah the local thing and it was just super low it was just super chill there was you know people there and there was just no atmosphere i mean i mean no not no atmosphere i meant no um you know attitude yeah no attitude that's what i was looking for yeah and uh it's just yeah it's so refreshing no and uh, what was the other one somebody said there's no gatekeeping here which is unfortunate because you and i are the gatekeepers but still yeah yeah i mean maybe there should have been and then asked that he wouldn't have got on stage with his sandals you know exactly there's no <laughs> sandals in punk yep 100 percent. what was the other thing oh i was yelling at my when good men doing nothing went up there because my friend chris the main singer plays an acoustic guitar i'm like dude there's no no acoustic guitar in punk yeah unless you're a filthy filthy folk punk scum until they go to uh, until they go on to like mtv what was that mtv unplugged or whatever right when they've when they've made it and they do that unplugged set oh yes yes oh it's yeah. so great um i'm trying to think of i'm, I'm trying to think about missing anything else because i'm sure I'll, I'll think of it later and i'll be like oh i wish i'd have brought that up but uh yeah man wonderful wonderful time matter of fact let's uh let's play a blanks 77 song okay that we haven't played that we before. haven't played yeah this is from the first album and uh, this is called Chelsea Girls. Love Skinhead Boys. Chelsea Girls. Let's go, 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 let's go
Okay, blank 77 with Chelsea Girls Love Skinhead Boys. And you must have, obviously, a very 77 England thing going on, huh? Yeah, there's definitely some of that. But like I said, it's definitely like the revival, like the mid-90s Pogo Punk revival thing. That CD, so they, they were definitely a CD-era band. Yep. Um, that CD had one of the uh, like the covers, that uh, like the 3D covers. Okay. Oh, yeah, that was, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever buy one of those? Like if you if if you uh, if you uh, didn't have that, you know, you couldn't get the three D image or or whatever. And then they nevertheless, you eventually break the tab off it, and you'd be so annoyed. Now, were you talking about one of those ones like that last Misfits album had? Like that? Kind no, I'm of talking 3D? like the hologra- like the holographic ones. Hmm. Like the, so, the plastic was like a, a something so it looked three D. Oh yeah, or yeah. Was it the most. No, it was the motion kind. Okay, remember, like you get a card, like a, a trading card or something, and you'd flip it like back and forth, and it would change positions. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you That's mean. That's what. It was. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm gonna have to find that. I'm gonna have to look at it because, yeah, unfortunately, I have most of their LP or their LPs are all on CD. Um, I did buy their newest seven inch, which is their half of that LP on the label with the doo doo dive jailhouse. So I did buy that. I think that's called Lenticula. Ah, that sounds right. That's yeah, right. Lenticula. Yes. And actually, that last Misfits album, was it uh, Devil's Reign? They had that, that had a, a, a version with a Lenticula cover as well, and I actually have that. I was going to say, I think I have like a digipack of that. Yeah, I actually have the, the album of that with the Lenticula cover. I think I got it from uh, Reckless Records in Chicago, as a matter of fact. Oh. I got that, yeah. Well, our friend, our friend Richard today posted in our group, this is some very, very exciting news. That uh, Jerry only is putting out his first solo album. <laughs> yes, I did see. I did see that. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, yeah. Wonder what that's going to be like. Well, yeah, it might I, be better I, than I, the I, Last Danzig I, album. Maybe. When this the thing, Elvis one. <laughs> yeah, the Elvis one. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, anyway, to wrap it up, Savage Mountain was great. I'm going to write about it. Uh, it was great fun. If you're in the area, I can't recommend it enough. Or even. Just want a weekend to chill out and listen to some music. It's like still relatively, you know, it's a pretty affordable, you know, area to go and stay and hang out and have a good time. Uh, Scott had a great time. He definitely, you know, I made him like a Spotify playlist, but he didn't know nearly as many of the bands as I did. But, you know, just like I said, people are cool. The, everything's cool. So, Jerry, next year I want the Dead Milkman. <laughs> and I want... I want a reunion from the great Washington C band, Washington D.C. band, Black Market Baby. That's what I'm pulling for for next year. Dead milkman. Can't if you can't get them, the Pagans from Cleveland would be cool, but I think they might all be dead. <laughs> that would be a problem. Pagans were so good. I know you kind of like found the Pagans later. In life, yeah, right? I you did. Know, yeah, like, yeah, they're good. Yeah. I've, 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 you know, the reason I know about the Pagans is because the uh, Meat Men did that great cover of What's This Shit Called Love. What's the shit called love? Exactly correct. So I've been familiar with them for like 30-something years, but they were already gone by the time I heard them. But so, anyway. so what time did you roll out of town on Sunday morning if you didn't get home to the hotel till like 2 a.m. or whatever? <laughs> oh, boy. Well, no, no. Well, we so we had to be up by 11. So we were out basically at 11. Okay. And uh, so there's this little town that we, this little bar we've gone to twice. It's in Somerset, Pennsylvania. Which is nowhere you oh, want to be. Hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. Hold on a second. I just see someone has just signed up our Punk Till I Die uh, Gmail account, or uh, off 
our email address, signed us up to the uh, Dollar Shave Club. So now we're getting emails from the Dollar Shave Club. You'll be happy to know. Excellent. Yeah. So sorry. Where's sorry, that? Sorry that to interrupt. Being the spam. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I use Dollar Shave Club. Do you? Uh, no, sir. No, I do not. Neil, my phone has been. Before I tell this pointless story, my phone has been hacked. Oh dear! And I don't know. I don't know what to do about it because I keep getting. Well, it's and through Google, I keep getting these uh, erotic messages. <laughs> is, that a, is, that a, is that a bad them. thing? Well, I never open them. Well, it's some kind of spam or malware or something, right? Well, I, I get I get weird I get weird messages too. Hi, Sophie. How is the uh, is the party still on this weekend? And I get a shit ton of those. To, you know, I'm trying to see if I got one right now. I don't. But it's always like, oh, you missed a call from such and such, and you open it up, and you're gonna see some big old boobies, and your phone's gonna blow up. Oh, lucky you! That's good. I don't. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm not opening them, Neil. I'm telling you, it's bad stuff. Man. Probably from Mailman Mike. Perhaps is Mailman Mike sending you this stuff? No. He's <laughs> <laughs> bo- the booby king. You, you don't need to send me any dirty pictures, Mike. He likes his boobies. Unless you want to. Unless you want to. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so were you going to so tell a story is, about about drinking well, late at night? This little bar, Neil. This is this is the stories I normally would live for, but there's these. But it was it turned out to be really annoying. Why we got home so late? There's this little bar in Somerset, Pennsylvania, which I don't even know where it is. I couldn't point to it on a map. But we've been there. We went there for lunch uh, last time on our on our way to Savage Mountain. Because last time we didn't go the first day. We we broke up the trip into two days. Because it's like it's eight hours, so we stopped in Nowheresville, Pennsylvania, or uh, yeah, I think Ohio, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, just got hammered on Thursday night because we had to work that day. This day we left on Thursday morning, um, so we went to this bar, and it opened at noon, and we go in there, and there's like a whole softball team sitting there. Well, we didn't really think that much about it. We had lunch here before; the food was good. Okay, so we go to order our food, but the entire softball team had put in the order before us. Oh they had a new shit! In the kitchen. So, I'm not kidding when I say it took an hour and a half to get our food. We should have walked out. But yeah, we just done. Put, yeah. But you never know. You never know. You know. You never know what's coming. I swear, this guy can only make one meal at a time. But Neil, the characters coming in and out of that place—it's <laughs> it, just—it was so amazing. You know, these this old guy comes in, sits down at the bar. He's drinking like Keystone Light Tall Boys. You know, just hacking his lung out, and you can smoke in the bars. Oh wow! Okay. So it, that's bizarre because we have, you know, Michigan. And oh, Illinois, yeah, not able, allowed to do that here. Bars forever. And so, so we, we're we sitting there, and this guy comes in. He's like, he looks like he's 80 years old, and he's a year older than me. <laughs> and they're riding, they're riding their Harleys, and they're talking about this and that. And yeah. if the good Lord wants to take me, and, you know, but it's like, okay, okay, dude. And then these other people walk in, and this guy at the end of the bar, this old guy, Says he's a says he knows a woman who's 177 years old. Okay, yeah. And and, and he won't be convinced. And I'm looking at this guy going, I think people have to be about 130. I think that's it. I looked it up. It's 122, by the way. Yeah. Oldest documented person, 122. But you know, they didn't have birth certificates until the, after the turn of the century, basically. I wonder, anyway. if, I wonder if it's share. <laughs> yeah. she, she might be at least 150. <laughs> What what song did somebody request me to sing? Oh, Sunglasses at Night by Corey Hart. Yes. I'll think about it. But they, so yeah, this guy and this guy couldn't be talked out of. He knew when was 177. She still goes out and t- tinkers around her garden. Of course she does. And uh and then this other guy comes ambling up to the bar, not even ambling, like like dragging a bad leg up to the bar. 
these are these bars I call Hell's Waiting Room. I mean, it's just just amazing, Neil. The the like if you wanted to write a nonfiction or like a story about small town America, you just have to sit in this bar for like an hour and a half. You'd have all the stories you you need. Comes dragging him to the bar, and he's like, "I'm gonna put some in the jukebox. You guys don't mind, right?" I'm like, no, go ahead, dude. And he shuffles over there. What does he put in, Neil? Yes, old hillbilly guy. Uh. Okay, so it's going to be something not old and hillbilly. It's going to be something by Britney Spears. Kid Rock. Kid Rock. Okay, well, I wasn't too far away. <laughs> there you go. Did he stop bumping like, about? He's like, I'm old, man. I was born in... And, and he had to stop like in the middle of a sentence, and you didn't know if he was done or not, but he had to get a breath. <laughs> he was born in 1850. And he's 172. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, I'm old, man. I was born in 1956. I'm like, oh, my gosh, he's a year younger than my dad. My dad looks... 10 years younger than this guy. He's the same and age as my brother. <laughs> you know what all these people had in common? Smokers. Uh, I guess. Holy shit. That's frightening, I mean, actually, I had, dude. I mean, I had two cigarettes this weekend, and I'm, I'm feeling real bad about it, but it makes you gray. Don't smoke, kids. Um, it makes you look cool. makes you look super cool, but it doesn't help you age. Yeah, because my brother, that's the same age as my brother, and it's only seven years older than me. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's a little exactly. scary. So maybe the woman that was he thought was 177 was actually only 65, and well, she just had smoking heavily. The thing is, these were all different people. Yeah. And then you know what the clincher was? Um, you got a you, you, you got a blowjob from the 177 year old woman. Yeah. <laughs> Gold gummy, we call her. Well, it's funny because we're on the right track. We get our food. Oh dear. And it is the driest burger I've ever had in my entire life. The bacon is so dry that when you bite it, it just breaks. God. Hour and a half. It's like they cooked it the whole time we were there. All right, Neil. Why don't you play a song? Oh, was I that it? I thought there was going to be like the waitress was coming on to you or something. No, no. It was just. It was just. I mean, you would, you would have had to been there, man. It was the most amazing, most amazing place. Wow. Yeah, I'm surprised Scott stood for it because Scott's kind of a. Uh, he can be, you know. Oh. Yeah. It was weird. We thought about at one point we called her over like an hour in and we're like. Uh, has he started yet? Because if not, we probably should get out of here. We have like a seven-hour drive ahead of us still, or six-hour drive ahead of us. So we were definitely got home a little later than we wanted to. Yeah, dude, this this town. I'm telling you, we parked on the street and we couldn't tell there was a meter there, like the old-fashioned meter. Yeah, and we couldn't tell. I'm like, there's no way they're checking us on Sunday, right? I'm like, well, I don't know. I'm like, sure. Like, I reach in my pocket. I'm like, here. I give him a quarter. It's like, it only takes dimes. <laughs> That's true. So like, it's I from Mayberry. I have two dimes. I give them to him and put it in there. Guess what you get for two dimes, Neil? Six hours. Two hours. Oh, two I mean, hours for a dime. Hours, okay. Dude, an hour, a dime for an hour. I mean, you live in Chicago, it's like a buck fifty an hour or something to park, right? If not more than that, yeah. Like five bucks an yeah, hour. Parts of the city, yeah. It's just, it was it was insane. And we come back out, we had 15 minutes left. There you go. Because you're <laughs> waiting hours. that long for the fucking shitty burger. Exactly. For the Great. dry Southwest burger. They couldn't have put enough sauce in this thing to make it Southwest. Maybe so they crap. maybe they went actually went to the Southwest to get it for you. I guess. Go out back and kill the cow. <laughs> anyway. All right, Neil. What, what song are you going to bless us with next, my friend? Um, I am going to do... So, do you remember a band called Pistol Drip? I don't think they're still going. Ah, oh, it sounds familiar. I might have one of their CDs in the basement. No, yeah. maybe up here now. I think their famous C- their famous album was called Shots from the Calico Rose. It was like early 2000, like 2001. Mm. Anyway, um, I liked them at the time, and I am going to play, because um, they got like a punk rock and roll kind of thing going on, or a 77 kind of sure. sound. Um, this song's called Running from the Gun, so Pistol Grip, coming at you. Stop it, bitch, you're running from the gun 
Alright, that was Pistol Grip with Running From The Gun. Uh, I do like that song a lot. And Because uh, you added that song, Tom, from Noko Si Hiracha. Uh, maybe we should just make that my last one. You can do five, I'll do three tonight. What do you think? That's fine with me if you can if you can handle it. Yeah, that's fine. That's not a problem. I'll I'll play I'll play the other one I was going to have next time. Um, Sounds good. Well, and you you've had a couple of shows. I was going to say the other thing we could maybe talk about that album release show you went to, but we could talk about all your stuff next time if you want. I think that makes sense. We'll do because I've been to by the time we do our next one, um, I'll have been to three shows, so I can talk about the three shows I went to. Um, all very different too. All very very different. Yeah. Um, I am a little. I'm on a little bit of a slow spot right now. If I wouldn't have gone last weekend, I would be in Chicago this weekend because the zero. I, you're going to see the zero boys. I mean, it will be over by the time people hear this, but oh, it's so they're so good. I mean, I, I can't imagine. Well, it's a, I, it's I, a great. I, it's a great bill too, right? It's zero boys, yeah. poison boys, uh, the distractions who we saw in uh, Logan's Port, yep. and they're a family band for and us. And yep. Fuerza Bruta or whatever brutal it is, force. yeah, brutal force, yeah. brutal force from Chicago. So that's a great bill. That's Friday It'll night be a at tough Reggie's. One for you though, because you won't want to leave before the end. And I know you hate four band bills, and you will be antsy. I will. That's very true. But you actually, can't, you can't yeah. leave before the end. You just can't. See, it's annoying because it's like doors at eight, band starts at nine. It's like now if you're a four band show, it should be is doors at seven. Late? It's yeah, it should be doors at seven, bands at eight. That's what it should well, be I'm surprised for four too, bands. Because it's in the rock club, it's not in the bar side. So the bar side, you know, they want to sell drinks. That's how they make their money. Right. So they push the shows back a little bit, but I'm actually surprised they're starting that late. I am too, um, actually. I, I really I am to, too. I tell you to go late and skip the first band, but I don't want you to skip the distraction. So ah, whatever, whatever you gotta do. Yeah. You I'm can a- go up maybe you go up on the roof during the Huerta Bruta Fuerza. I'm going to write a letter of complaint to tell them they should start this fucking show earlier because that's, that's ludicrous for a full band bill. It shouldn't start well, that's night. Saturday, Saturday night, though, too. Friday night. Well, Friday night, Friday. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Friday yeah, Friday night's a little tougher because, yeah, people are tired on Fridays. Yep. Full day at work. And sl- slaving, slaving to the grind all week. Yep. So, no, that'll be, that'll be cool. And, yeah, I, I don't think we're going to get together until October, but we will see. Yeah, it's going to be for the Dead, for the dead Boy some- show, right? Too bad because I know we've got some uh, gifts for each other, and I'm yep. always antsy. Yep. Um, you, uh, so the Poison Boys record is out. What is the? Uh, I mean, are they like a colored press or what? Tell me about the new no. Poison Boys record because I know it's, you got it. It's uh, just as you would imagine. It's black. Black as can be, huh? Black vinyl. Yeah, not not a lot of extra stuff going on with the record. It's uh, but it's really good. It's really man. That album listened, has grown I've on me so much. I listened to it today. Yeah, it's good. I did too. It's it, it's a really good record. It's similar to the what Badlands are doing, but but definitely you can they wear their Stooges and stuff on their sleeve a little more, and their New York Dolls I think a little more on their sleeve. Yeah, there's one song that's very New York Dollsy on that record, isn't on the second side. Well, and there's a song that has a very much has the raw power kind of chord progression too yeah and then of course they do a heartbreakers cover at the end the last track's a heartbreakers cover so is it yeah what which one um take a chance with me oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah i knew that okay but anyway yeah no that, 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 but anyway cool cool all right so yeah did i tell you all the records i bought i bought a bunch bought the norcos and haracha get any t-shirts the... or anything no i didn't well i did because the good men Doing nothing gave me a new T-shirt, so hmm. and I have one. I have one for you too, as a matter of fact. Excellent, so. cool. Yes, we'll do that in October. I uh, am looking forward to that. So, 
Yeah, that that should be fun. I'm actually going to take some day, some days off around that. Yeah, because we got other stuff going on. It found out today as well. We're going to be doing ah, some they fun stuff. Actually, we don't we don't want to ruin it, but that no. actually could be a lot of fun. It should be. Yeah, it should it should be excellent. Hijinks, hijinks will ensue. Yeah, yeah, especially if we're staying at the same hotel good, with those it's all, guys. It's all good, clean fun until Cheetah shows up. Now the funny thing is, I keep seeing all this haymakers at us. I I don't know if if. Um, uh, what well, Labrau House has got better publicity than the other places the Dead Boys have played recently, but um, you know, on all their posts about this, there's like tons of people posting like, "Oh, the Dead Boys! Oh, I haven't heard about them for twenty years! Oh, what's going on? Who's still alive?" And it's like, dude, they're still singing for them. I'm like, dude, they've played three times in the past few years in Chicago. I I don't know why this is coming as such a, it, a huge it, thing it for weird, you guys, right? Because I see that all the time. It's people like. Oh, I've never seen. They've supposedly been in the scene for like thirty years, and they've never seen a certain band. I'm like, that band used to tour nonstop. I don't right. know how you miss it. But like, if but they were the, if they were that much into the Dead Boys, I'm I'm surprised. I'd like the same people who were surprised about Seven Seconds when they did the Circle Jerks tour. I'm like, Seven Seconds. I mean, touring for the last ten years, and they couldn't draw flies. You know. Well, and it's the same. You know, you, whenever you see something like that, like like if you go on the chatter for any like Black Flag thing. Inadvertently, someone will say, "Is Henry still singing for them?" Yeah, and I just roll yeah. my eyes. I'm like, "If you, do, I'm sorry. If you don't know, you shouldn't come." Yeah. Either that, or uh, either that, or we'll be at the show and I'll be like, "Hey, boy, Rounds has still got it, right?" And you'll be like, "Yeah, yeah, he's great." And that's going to be an interesting show, isn't it? That's in November, right? It is. Yeah, that's going to be cool. So that's on a Thursday. So I'm sure I'll take Friday off at least. And assuming they don't cancel, that could be one I could see Greg Ginn getting to be in his bonnet about it and canceling or something because because Dolph is playing the same night. I don't know about that. I think uh, I don't know. I, it's hard to say. Once again, though, we're making a lot of powerful enemies, Neil. Between Cheetah Chrome and Greg Ginn, we might just get a good whooping. I don't know why. How we made an enemy of Cheetah? I'm, no, I've never said anything bad saying. about him. No. <laughs> Yet. I mean, I would lo- I would love to have Cheetah on the show. That would be a that would be up there with uh, with with Glenn and uh, TV Smith, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. No, you yeah. know that would be cool. Yeah. And Greg Ginn too. Honestly, I wouldn't want. I would not want to have doing it. No, fuck. I don't want to have him. I don't want to have him on the show. No, fuck. So if their publicity guy called and said, "Hey, Greg Ginn wants to go on your show," you would say no. I would say no. I was about that. I was about that for punk rock credibility right right there. I'm getting a. I'm getting a new co-host for that episode. (laughs) I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He liked the Grateful Dead. That's all I got to say about that. Carl from uh, Seattle or uh, Richard, one or the other. I don't know. I think everyone might stick with me on this one. Get that fucking hippie out of here. Uh, I mean, it's not going to happen, so it doesn't matter. But I, it, somebody that big of a name, you know, we'd have to take it. We'd have to take it. I'd talk, uh, I think, it, I'd talk I, it down. I think we'd have a very, very difficult discussion about that one. I think you could say most people, but Greg Gim would be one I think I'd draw the line at. But a lot of these punk rockers, I mean, okay, like he writes a great, he likes the Grateful Dead. But a lot of these punk rockers like a lot of horrible stuff. Mm. They just don't do. They're just not so honest about it. Mm. I don't yeah, know. Dude. I don't know. That guy I'm seems like sure kind that, of an ass. I'm pretty sure that, Pretty sure that Jell Biafra has the entire Phil Collins discography. Well, I, don't, I don't want him on the show either. He'd bore our listeners <laughs> to death. <laughs> two, hour doc- two hour fucking lecture on fucking uh, Nicaragua or something. He's, he, <laughs> boy, he's just like a less fun version of my dad. Let me yeah. tell you something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Barack Obama. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Neil. Let's, Are we got to wrap this up? up? So, yeah. Punk till I die 77 at Gmail. Uh, Punk Let Die Podcast on Facebook, Punk Let Die Podcast group. We get new people all the time. We appreciate you listening. I love that people keep finding us. Yeah. 
It's sort of weird, though, because when you think about it, it does co- like when we first started, we didn't know if anybody was listening. Now we know there are people listening, so it is a little more pressure packed. Is it? Hmm. Yeah, I guess. Nah. I guess maybe it should be, but it's not. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> because if you all stop, stop listening, we'll still keep going. So it doesn't yeah. matter. You get what we'll you get. Just, I, th- I think by now you like know that, you know what you're gonna get, right? Remember that episode of Seinfeld where uh, like Kramer bought the set from some old talk show or something? Oh, that was brilliant. Yeah. And it set it up in his apartment. You yeah. have guests come in, but there was no, no cameras or anything. Gotta be like us. You know, we'll just call up on, call each other on Skype and hey, what's another episode? <laughs> yes, that's the podcast. <laughs> not even, yeah. Not even recording. Be like in the old folks, in the old folks' home. So anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate yep. it. Thank you for listening. And uh, visit me at Savage Mountain next year and buy me a beer. Yeah, that's one thing. Natty boasted he was going to buy me a beer on Friday. He never did. So I, we have to meet up one more time so I can get that beer. Well, here's the problem with when that is. If one of or both of us do go to Rebellion next year, that's going to make it almost impossible to go to Savage Mountain. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and Rebellion. I, I don't know. I'm not. I know you're pretty hot on going to Rebellion next year, and I'd love to go to it too. But I'm. I'm not quite. Honestly, I can't commit to anything yet. So, and we'll see what happens, right? Yes, of course. We, we might all be in a, mon- a monkeypox lockdown by that time. Uh, I see how you get that, and I probably am not gonna. You can do it if you want. <laughs> yeah, and that doesn't stop CNN from reporting on it every five minutes. Uh, <laughs> dude, we are. You know, I, I've come to the conclusion the last couple of years, especially with the COVID stuff, that the news is doom porn, and it's the only way American can come anymore. Is that we're scared? It's not yep. attractive. Exactly. Yep. It's not attractive. Anyway, thanks for listening. Like I said, I hope, hope you enjoy my reenact. Um, my, you know, I didn't. Uh, yeah, I didn't get drunk in one of the halls. I didn't get any fist fights. As far as you remember. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't live up to expectations, but it was a good time. Good. I'm glad you had a good time. It does sound like it was a blast, and, and, uh, and all the bands sounded great. Once again, you know, it's a, you feel good about being involved with this. Like a like a punk rock bowling. Oh, it's fun. It's cool. You know, but this is a, something you're you you know. This is a real scene made up of real people, not corporations. And it's just just it's cool. Well, if we don't uh, if we don't do rebellion next year, maybe we should think about sponsoring Savage Savage Mountain. Next maybe year. maybe yeah. yeah yeah. But anyway, yeah. Jerry okay. gave us a shout out. Jerry did give us a shout out on stage at one point. Okay, cool. Yeah yeah, that's so, great. So that's great. anyway, yeah yeah. Anyway, everybody, and, stay and, free. And our we do have a sticker on the official like shared drum kit that everybody uses so oh that's good yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. put those stickers up so, everywhere <laughs> so yep yeah, stay free keep a little mark in your heart and uh, we will uh, we will smell you later, later. yep yeah, bye everybody that's it man game over man it's game over what a fucking rotter